And we're back on another episode of Think On That. This is the Everything and Anything podcast. I'm Matt Goody. <clears throat> Here with Alex. And we have a special guest today. Our uh, special guest that we've been trying to get on since the very beginning of the podcast. He's finally agreed to come on. Mr. Matt Baum, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Bravo. It's going to be a it's good a pleasure one. pleasure to be on. Yeah. We've got a few um, really good topics lined up. Um, but let's start by uh, you telling us a little bit about who you are. All right. Well, you know. You guys obviously know me, but uh, we've been friends for years. Uh, I'm a, uh, a locator by trade. Uh, for those of you that don't know, that's for any type of uh, excavation, ground disturbance. Yeah. You know, it's finding any sort of buried utilities. Uh, and that's just what I've been doing for the last three years. You know, I've worked my way up with the company that I'm at right now. And uh, I was one of the first hires. And after the last couple of years, you know, I've worked, worked my way up, as I said, and it's, it's nice to see things grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned a lot, but, uh, also being in this industry has set some things in stone for me on how I want to see the rest of my life go forward. Nice. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, what about on the side when you're not? Oh uh, yeah. On the side, on the side, I've, uh, I, I, am a very hands-on person, yeah. so I like to, you know, work with my hands, work on cars, work on, you know, small engines, toys. I like to rebuild things. They, you know, I don't like to pay for somebody to do the job for me when I can do the job myself. Yeah. But all that takes nice weather to do. I don't have the, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have a, a garage, right? So when it comes down to rain or, or, or the winter, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm kind of screwed. So recently I've been getting into uh, tattooing. You know, I asked my girlfriend for Christmas, put it on my list, you know, a tattoo machine. And, you know, sure shit, she got it, right? And since then I've been like really going in depth with it and like watching videos, asking questions. Like I've been going and getting tattoos like crazy since then, mm-hmm. right? And like even when I'm sitting there getting, my t- getting a tattoo, you know what I mean? The whole time I'm, I'm like asking my, the artist, like, you know, oh, what are you doing this? What, why are you doing this? What, what, what needles are you using for this shading or this line work? And, you know, uh, asking him and sending messages being like, oh, what software do you use? What printer do you use? Like just these little things. And it was, it's nice because for me, it doesn't take me actually having to be completely physical, right? I can just sit back, throw music on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and just zone out, you know what I mean? And, and do anything and like a drawing i can do what will do whatever you want right uh, I've, I've drawn drawings for you yeah. alex you know yeah. i've done drawings for you yep. you know what i mean and i can go different styles you know what i mean and it's you know you want this tweaked in this certain design or whatever you know what i mean no problem and that's what i like the freedom to do whatever you want yeah that creative freedom right yeah. and i think that has been lost in today's society a lot right from what it was Right. Regardless of whether you're tattooing yeah. or, you know, you're, you're doing street art or you're doing just regular painting in a house or design work for whatever, you know you, what I mean? It doesn't think- matter. Like I've, uh, today's society has been like, no, like, and that's totally to the side. And it's been forgotten, I think. Do you think it's because there's a lot of people doing all these cool things and you see them on TikTok all the time? You get little 30-second doses of the coolest things that you've always wished you maybe could have done. And you see someone else do it and you're like, neat, cool, there's a reward. And then you don't do it. Do you think that's a big part of it? 100%. Because I think 
this is another topic we could go into but <laughs> you know i think people are very disconnected from reality yeah you know and they see oh okay i saw a video on tiktok okay that's cool move on to the next thing right they don't right. actually give something a try they don't know what their interests are what their dislikes are yeah because they don't try it right right like when we go when in, we were in school you know i don't know how the school system is now but there was a set amount of classes that we had to take whether or not we liked it or didn't yeah compulsory liked it or not you know what i mean we had to take these courses yeah right so you had to take so many gym courses so many math courses english you know for us we were in a catholic school right we had to take religion religion all four years all four years yeah right but it, there was also like the art classes right there's how many different types of art that, there was there's drama visual arts uh, I'm not 100% sure if there's more than that. Correct me. Like, maybe there is. Yeah, depending on the school. Yeah, 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 yeah it depends music, on where you are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not right? sure. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, you got gym, you got all the trades, right? Some schools offer like woodworking, um, machine, machine shop, auto, uh, shop. auto shop. There's even some schools, depend, they have tech, like uh, tech classes and stuff, right? Yeah. Hair and aesthetics. Yeah. Hair and aesthetics, right? They have cooking classes as well. Yeah. You right. know, and, and there was force for us to do that and try new things. You know what I mean? You try it out for a couple of weeks or whatever. And if you didn't like it, you could drop out of the course and switch courses. Right. right? If you were lucky enough. Yeah. But I think it's gone to the point where everybody's so inside their own housing and COVID didn't help, but so inside their own housing and, 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 and staring at their phones all day long where it's like the art of going out there, trying new things. You know what I mean? Taking that leap. And you know, if you don't like it, screw it. Who cares? Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Like, what did you lose? Unless, obviously, if you're investing a lot into it, then it can be shitty. But, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just going and you're like, oh, I want to try painting. Okay, well, you go to the dollar store and you pick up some paint supplies. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, okay, whatever. But you it's know. important to note, too, that, like, trying something isn't, like, picking it up for five minutes and being like, oh, I don't like it. Like, you kind of got to stick with it for a little bit. Yeah, like, at first know? when right. I was starting to do the tattooing and, like, don't, by any means, I'm not a full tattoo artist. I'm not even an apprentice. You know what I mean? Like I've gotten the bare minimum supplies. You know what I mean? Like I got all the fake skin and everything. I got all like the computer supplies to practice mm -hmm. and do the line work and do right. what needs to be to get to that point. But at first I was like, this is overwhelming. Yeah. Right. They're like, there's so much knowledge to take in so many different styles. It was a lot to take in. I mean, I was very overwhelmed when I first started, but you know, when I first started getting into the groove and when it was like, I got home and I'm like, you know what? I just feel like vibing out mm -hmm. and putting headphones on, putting, throwing a speaker on and just blasting music and just zoning out into my drawings. Yeah. For me that I ended up finding, and it sounds weird, but like some sort of peace at the end of my day that I can like, okay, I can just chill. I can yeah. just yeah. do my own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's being like, oh, this has to be done this way, this has to be done this way, this, like, you know what I mean? Nobody's telling me what to do. It's like, I'm at the freedom of my own mind. Yeah, you're doing your own thing, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, in today's society, that's not really seen, right? As valuable. As a value. Yeah. Right? If you're not doing what the, 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 the system tells you to do, or what the popular thing is to do, right. you know what I mean? Or the new trend on TikTok, or Instagram, or any of that stuff, what like they just don't want to do it yeah oh this isn't cool this isn't the trend i'm gonna do it yeah you know I, I mean? I, I, nobody I, cares and oh oh, oh yeah. this is a trend oh okay I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go yeah 
a lot of people probably have a difficult time finding a hobby that they enjoy. And then even if they enjoy it, I'm sure there's a lot of people that'll have the, you know, the mindset of, okay, well, I got to make money from this eventually. I'm spending so much time, right? And it's like, it doesn't always have to be like that. You can just have a hobby where, you 100%. know, you're, you're, you're probably going to be spending more money. You're probably, you might not make anything, oh, but if you're enjoying oh. yourself like you do, right? Like oh, you, trust me, like, you know, I got, I got many hobbies <laughs> as you both know. I got yeah. many hobbies. Yeah. One of my hobbies that I probably will never make a dollar off of is I a love fishing. Yeah. Fishing is like my absolute favorite and I can just go out there, throw my phone away. You know, I, it can fall in the water for all I care. I don't even, I don't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video. Uh, and and that. I just, I zone out, right? And that's my piece. I have spent probably thousands of dollars yeah. on just fishing gear. Yeah. When it comes to rods, reels, lures, the whole nine yards. And to me, that is priceless. Yeah. Right. Because that's my piece. That's my hobby. I'll probably never become a professional fisherman or sport fisherman. But to me, I don't care. I don't care about that. Yeah, you don't need to, right? right? If it makes you happy. Ta- right? Tattooing, you know what I mean? If I was to get into tattooing and I was to take off and I was really into it. Yeah. 100%. Like, it. okay, great. If it makes, mo- it makes me money, it makes me money. Yeah. If it doesn't, oh, well, I like to do it. Is it something that you you're long term you'd like to be making money from it or eventually like you know that would be great yeah. as I'm sure anybody would like you know if if a hobby or something that interests them was able to make money I don't think anybody in yeah. their right mind would turn that down yeah for sure but am I gonna set myself up to say this has to make me money and if it doesn't set my, like you know I'm like oh goddamn like and I and I'm beating myself up for it yeah. no. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it comes, great. If it doesn't, no, I'm not too worried. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like with us in the podcast, right? Like when we set out to do this originally, we always said, you know, oh, it's a hobby first. It's a hobby first. And yeah. when you build up that foundation and stuff, then you get to a point where you're like, you know what? We can either leave it as a hobby or we can take it to the next level. We obviously decided to, you know, keep on building and stuff like that. But you didn't, we didn't have to. No. You know, and no, like, but I think there's there's definitely like going back to the whole like investment part of things. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. There's levels to an, to to a hobby. I I personally think there yeah. could be levels to a hobby. You know what I mean? When it comes down to tattooing, you know, you could um, get a, a a tattoo machine, some fake skin. You know what I mean? And just freehand it, and great. Like that's all you need. You can get stuff. You know. It may not be the best quality, but you can get stuff off of Amazon. Yeah. Easiest, easiest could be. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, once you get to that level and you're like, ah, this wasn't for me, you know, you have a minimal investment. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. If you get to that level and you're like, I want to pursue this and I want to go further in this hobby or industry, whatever it is that you're doing, you know what I mean? Then from there, you can think about like making the bigger investment yeah. and being like, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars and it's going to help me in the long run. Right. right? When it comes to down to fishing for me at the, like when I first started, I was really young. Like I was maybe five. Yeah. Like when you're first, like it was one of my first memories is going fishing with my uncle and it wasn't even my rod. I was using his stuff. Right. But as it got older, you know, I started being like, okay, I want this. I want this. I want this. I don't want the, the cheap stuff anymore. You know what I mean? And I started spending more and more money. And to me, it didn't matter, right? But I don't ever see myself, at least now in my life, making money off of fishing. Right. 
right <laughs> if it was to come great you know what i mean i'd love it what's right? next on the list to get probably a boat now oh yeah i would for love sure to get right a boat. like my my goal is like uh, I want a I want a bass boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah a flat yeah. top bass boat with like yeah. a two fifty engine on the back and just Whoa. send it on the lake. Yeah, right. But that's like brand new. You could be investing like seventy thousand dollars. I can't believe yeah. how expensive they yeah, are new. I can't I, believe it ridiculous. honestly. Like yeah. even I was looking on on uh, online. Right, like you both know, I love my used stuff. <laughs> yeah. The marketplace, and the marketplace. Master. You know, that's what they call me. And. uh just looking online, you know, like I'm looking at a boat that's like from 1992 uh, or whatever, and they still want like 25 grand. Yeah, man. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, no. what do you think? Like, this do you is remember, not worth it. Do you remember when it inflated? It was during COVID. We were all locked down. Boats went from like a reasonable resale, like based on the year value, to skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. And mm. then it dipped down for like a quick second when we all got back outside again and then it went back up well, again. The, and the, the unfortunate part is is everybody thinks they have like a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And thinks that their stuff is so valuable. Yeah. You know, when it's not. And you got to know when it's not valuable, you know, and, and that can even go with the housing market. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, the, the, the increase on the housing market in today's society. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got people selling housing for stupid prices and people are buying it. And it's like, that's not worth it. That's and so yeah, not worth it. It's the people it. you know, who buy it, it that fucking for the rest it's, of it's, us. It's, it's, it's screwed up, right? It is definitely yeah. screwed up. But to not get too far off topic with the, the, to the whole fishing aspect of it <laughs> is Bring that it I would love to, yes, get a boat. Yeah. You know, but it is definitely a bigger investment for me. Uh, I've been on boats my whole life. Both of you also have been on boats your yeah. whole life. Yeah. We've both been fishing our entire lives. Yeah. So it's... It is a big investment for me, but eventually one day down the road, I would love to get one. For sure. Would you? Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah, you know, I'm in a condo now, so in terms of storing it, you know, I got to ask the the building if we can find a spot for it, but, you know, (laughs) Matt's got a big property for it, right? You're you're lucky. You got the property for it. I'm on three acres right now, which I'm lucky for the area that I'm in, but um, yeah, I I have the space to get it. Uh, not everybody does, nope. you know, I, I'm sure if I was to have it, have the space or if you guys were to get it, I'm sure there would be calls for, <laughs> hey there, hey, do you mind uh... if I uh, <laughs> store my stuff at the property? Yeah. But you know, that, that, that it is what it is. And you know, not everybody has the space. I know a couple people just from doing jobs down in the city where they, um, they actually kept their equipment or their boats or whatever it was at you know, a friend's place or renting at right. a, at a farm or something like that just to keep it there. Cause they don't have the space where they live. You know, they for live sure. in the concrete jungle, yeah, right? Yeah. There's hardly enough space for one car. That's the size of a Honda civic, let alone a truck. And they got to pull a boat. Yeah. Forget it here. Forget it. Oh. Any. Yeah. No. So I can't, I can't see a lot of people wanting to do it when there's with certain hobbies and what they have to invest to do it. And it goes like with hunting. You know, yeah. I mean? like we are all, I, I've accompanied, um, family, friends, uncles and stuff like that, that were avid, avid, uh, hunters. Um, and it is a very cool experience. I personally don't have a hunting license. Yeah. Right. So I couldn't partake in what they were actually doing, but you know, just, we've all been looking into it to, to get into a, a license and yeah. it, it takes a lot. Yeah, man. You know, there's uh, the uh, big initial investment into going hunting before you've even done it. For sure. That's true. Before you've even gone out in the woods, 
and gone after that turkey or that deer. You know what I mean? There's a huge investment. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure stuff like that deters people from wanting to do it. Well, the cost alone, I mean, think about it. The course plus then after you got to buy something. You got to buy the gun. You got to buy the safe. The bureaucracy involved. It's it's, it's probably at least a a good thousand dollars. Honest to God, minimum. just, Just with the gun. To get like a, a mediocre gun, you're at least looking at like twenty five to thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. For a decent rifle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you don't want to. If you're going to go hunting, you don't want something that's going to jam on you, right? So you want to spend the decent, decent penny that's going to be okay. I've seen some for like nine hundred, a thousand. Yeah, but it's like, like when they get on you sale, know, what do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what gonna, are you getting you for that? You pay for what you get. Yeah, I know. You pay for it's, what you get, one hundred percent. That's the thing. If you're going to get into it, you're going to, you know what I mean? It's like buying a boat as well. It's like exactly you know. right, like, and that's why I. For some of you that may not know, I have had a boat before and the deal fell through, right? But um, when I was looking into it and like I, I picked up the boat, just, it just, you know, something was off and it was just sketchy. So I gave the boat back. But when I was really looking into it, it was like, okay, I got it for a good deal. I got it pretty much for like a steal of a price. But um, I started looking into it. And I'm like, I got to invest a lot yeah. into getting this going. Like yeah. you're getting it into like a working state. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas I could go to the Bass Pro Shops or a marina, you know what I mean? And just right then and there be like, I'll drop X amount of dollars. Yeah. And it's ready to go. Got the trailer, got everything. You know what I mean? I got, um, what's it called? A warranty on it. Something goes wrong. I just bring it back to the marina. Fix it for me. Yeah. Right? So, yes, I think hobbies are great to go for everybody. Um, I think people need to get hobbies because for there's sure. too many people's too many people in today's world that they don't do anything. They go to work, they come home, and they just sit there. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and they gotta they gotta get out more or find another interest. It makes you more reliant too on like the whole system when you have no no skills. And you don't develop skills and you don't hone skills and you just sit there and everything has to be done yeah. for you because you don't know how to do anything. Oh, 100%. Like, do you, you don't, you may not realize in the sense when it comes down to um, just your simple tasks, you know, like there's a lot of people as, you know, that live in the city. When you live in the city, if you live in a condo, apartment building, whatever, yep. even if you're not and you live downtown Toronto, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of areas for grass yeah. yeah for grass you know with even with my job we call it literally the concrete jungle right and just a simple thing with cutting grass yeah i've met people that don't know how to start a lawnmower no. a push lawnmower yeah. and it's like <laughs> what you know some people i guess never needed to so then it's yeah. like oh well who gives a fuck if i can't do it right exactly and, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that i'm yeah. not i'm not taking that away from i'm not like you know whatever but yeah at the same time, to me, to all three of us, you yeah. know what I mean? If we had to cut the lawn, as I do all the time, it's simple for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the things that we may think are easy and it's like just a, we don't even think about it. To somebody else, they wouldn't know how to do it. Yeah. Right? No. Because they don't go outside. They don't do any of these activities that we partake in. Right? So I think it's, it, it, it really needs to increase on how many people are getting into new hobbies or old hobbies or existing hobbies and 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 expand on yeah. on even what the existing hobby is. Yeah. 
It right? definitely matters where you live as well. Because think about when you're downtown, there's a lot more things that, you know, can entertain you versus, let's say, being out in the country oh, yeah. or like in the in the suburbs. Well, I see, mean, it's with, a lot more boring, you could say, yeah. further out, right? 100%. With, with my life, I've personally had a mix of all, I guess you can yeah. say. Like when I was younger, um, my I had relatives that, owned a 100 a acre 150 acre farm yeah right and when we're on the farm you do whatever you want there's no questions yeah you want to take the tractor out go take the tractor out you want to go four-wheel and go dirt biking on the property do whatever you want you know what i mean you want to have a huge bonfire no questions nobody nobody second guesses what you're doing you know yeah, what you're, mean? Your you're, own you're world. doing your own your own thing yeah you know what i mean there's nobody knocking you what are you doing no it's, yeah. Kid you don't have able to that. be a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but then I've also had the, the experience of, of living in a condo for a little bit or right. living in the city and being downtown and partying downtown and going clubbing and all these kinds of things. And I've realized personally, that's not what I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I've experienced it. And I think everybody should that's experience good. at least a little bit of both worlds right. to figure out what's good for them and what they enjoy. Yep. Right. But personally having experienced the country life and living on a farm and, and, and being able to literally have the freedom to do what you want is priceless to me. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose anything else, you know, and that, and, and that's ultimately my end goal, as I was saying before in life is get away from the city. Yeah. Get completely ignore the city 100% and, and move to the country. So, when so that's that's you know your ideal future is to move out oh, even oh yeah. further away, bigger land. Well, you know, if if it was up to me, I would live in the middle of absolute nowhere in a log <laughs> cabin in the middle of the bush. But uh, I don't think I don't think the the girlfriend would would allow that. But well, you got uh, a few dogs to entertain you. Yeah, you, you know, I, you, you can only have so many dogs. You can have so many things before uh, you, you go a little insane. But personally. <laughs> I could do it, yeah. you know, but I know that life's not for everybody. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. And, and it goes back to even the topic we were talking about, uh, hobbies. Yeah. You go out and live somewhere, you have to have hobbies. Yeah. Well, your hobbies are what makes you survive. You, you we, have to. Exactly. You know? But like, if you don't have hobbies, if you're somebody, you know, that's, that's never worked outdoors in their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never been outside, never done any of that stuff. Not right. a hands-on person. And you move out to the city. I mean, sorry, if you move out to the country you have no idea what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Literally zero idea what you're doing, right? And if you don't have these hobbies, you're going to go insane. I'm sure a lot of people experience that with COVID, right? Because when COVID hit, cottage prices went up like crazy. Up north. And now cottage cut. Now they're coming right back down. But all the people that were buying the cottages were the people downtown because they were stuck in their little 600 square foot place. Couldn't leave. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm sure... uh, which was good. It's good that you know people experienced it, but now that market came right back down. Well, that and that with with my industry and with my job, I I was seeing more and more people actually buying properties up north. Right. Right. And the selling of properties in the city right, yeah. was was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, the prices were going up. Yeah. And then but that was all because people were working from home. For sure. Right. And because people were working from home. Right. They were like, well, if I can work from home, I might as well just go up to the country and sit by a lake and do what I need to do. Yeah. Right, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, now, because everybody was going back to work. Right. And companies were like, yeah, we're not paying you to sit at home anymore. Right. There's an influx of properties up north. 
because they're like, well, shit, I, I, I can't, I can't afford it. I can't afford to have a cottage up here and a property down in the city. Right. I got to sell this, move back to the city. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a little crazy, right? Because the market is coming back down, but the prices are still high. Yeah. You know what I mean? As much as they are coming down for, for guys like us, you know what I mean? Like it's insane to try and buy a house. Yeah. No, no it's, it's, a, it's honestly, it's kind of, it seems impossible. It's not the right word. It seems impossible, but you have to have two incomes. I feel like unless you were set up from the beginning and you did, you made all the right moves. Yeah. You have to be, Oh, it takes at least two, at least, at yeah. least. And, and I feel bad for the people that are, have a single income. Yeah. I feel bad. And I'm not saying like the sing- one person, you know what I mean? Can't have dual income and make it work, but it's statistically harder. it's harder. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? For one person to, in today's economy, in today's society, afford a house or, or property or even a condo for that matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? When everything costs just that much more than yeah. what it used to. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's, you know, trending downwards. I mean, maybe, you know, for a few months, the prices come down 10%, the, the you know, one year. The price has definitely come down, but not, not to the point where it's like, okay, this is more affordable housing for the rest of the, yeah. you know, the, the regular population. Yeah, but if we look, you know, five years down the road from now, I mean, it's all these places are probably going to be worth more, you know, most likely. Most, it's, always, it's always been, that's just how it's been. The market's always just gradually gone up, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think there's got to be a breaking point. There, there has yeah. to be a breaking point because there's, unfortunately, you got, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a pro Trump person, nothing like that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care for politics to be completely honest with you, but I think Justin Trudeau is a piece of shit personally. I think a lot of Canadians and are on board. And I, I, I think he's full of shit. Because this guy comes out on TV and goes, I want to get more Canadians to be homeowners. Okay, that's great. Well, what are you putting in place to make that happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Housing markets are still increasing. You know what I mean? Yeah, they come down, but they're still increasing. They're still high. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you raised minimum wage? That's great. Just because you uh, increased minimum wage, now everything else is going high. Yeah. Right? Like it's, I, I don't, I don't agree with, with it. You know, I think it has to break, right? Because if you want to get more Canadians to be homeowners, something has to give. I, I don't think that, there's I don't a lot of, there's, a, that's, yeah, you know. there's a lot of businesses out there too, where yeah. you get your, your regular person, you know what I mean? Who's grinding every day to make a dollar, you know what I mean? And just skimming by Yeah. and they're renting whatever, just skimming by, you know what I mean? And it's unfortunate. Because that guy who's, you know, grinding every day to make a dollar, you know, skimming by. But then there could be the next guy who's sitting in his couch all day long. You know what I mean? And he's in whatever, inherited money to each your own. But like he's sitting there sitting pretty and he's probably never lifted a finger in his life. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me too because, it, you, like you said, the minimum wage drives up everything. Our groceries have gone up. Fuel has gone up. Everything goes up. We're, we're at a point, I think, where like we're not too far off of people literally not being able to afford rent, let alone a mortgage. And then, you know, they're going to they're gonna have to be homeless. People are going to be homeless. We're like, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing we can do. And they're going to be, you know, squatters and all this crazy shit. Like, 
It's true. It does have to. Something's got to give. There's got to be some kind of system reset of some sort. Something has to give. I, I think that I, th- I think in the future, renting's going to get even bigger and bigger because now I think people are going to realize, like, oh, what's the point of me getting a mortgage when I'm fighting these interest rates and, you know, you can lock in and be on variable versus fixed and all this shit. But then it's now look what happened the last year. You know, if you had a mortgage and it was a million dollar, million dollar mortgage, you know, and you were on variable, yeah, your, your payment yeah. went from. I mean, it was insane. Two, let's say two percent, and it went up to seven. What a great way to increase control over the population. But it's also a great way now because what I think is that these governments made deals with these large corporations who are now building condos yeah. and they're built to rent. So this building right beside us is a build to rent. You can only rent in that building. You don't yeah. you don't have an, an option to buy. So it's like, oh well, why would I get a mortgage? Go through all this approval and all this bullshit, and then you know. Fighting the interest rate when I can just go and rent. Yeah, so well, it's going to be big. Uh, to be honest, more with you, and more people will rent. Yeah, to, well, but also to be honest with you, <laughs> renting is sometimes not. It's, it's not like, a bad option. Not a bad option. No, yeah. But at the same time, like you're saying, it may be easier. At the, it, sometimes it, it's not easier because no. I, I, like personally, I've gone through the rental process. Right. right, you have to do a background check. They want a credit score. They want a first and last month's rent. They want, you know, they want a letter of employment. They got they want reference letters from like four or five different people. You know and what I mean? They can and discriminate then, on you, and then they, can, they still may say, "Nah, we don't want you." Well, that, that's you know a, what I mean. That, that, that like could be that could be a landlord, but I don't know how. I don't want to say because I don't know the like the regulations to get it like to purchase or to get in yeah. to a build to rent unit and rent from that I'm not, building. I'm not, I can't, like I can't maybe it's more lenient. I'm, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure to be honest with you. Yeah, but I th- I saw something today that was literally saying um, in a few months the average cost of a one bedroom apartment in the city of Toronto is going to be three thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that is man. that is ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, I personally, like, I work a full-time job, and I work ridiculous hours, personally. Yeah. And I don't even think with regular life, you know what I mean? I make more than minimum wage. But I don't think with my regular life and, you know, having utilities, all these other things that I, and, and expenses that I got, that I could afford $3,000 a month for one bedroom. Right. Yeah. That's I don't thing. think a lot of people could afford that. No. And, and that's man, one question I always ask is how do people that are from Toronto live in Toronto? Like, how do they afford it? Well, those people make minimum it's, six figures a year. Well, yeah, usually people live in the city. They, you know, not, not everyone, obviously, but, you know, a lot yeah. of people, there's high paying jobs right in the city, right? Yeah, but then I you mean, also have the regular jobs. Oh, 100%. Right? And then people 100%. like literally live there. And it's like, how? How do you afford it? Yeah. Oh, listen, they're, they're, people are complaining. It's not like it's a, you know, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. And you know what? Even... During COVID, when people were now, let's say, getting out of the city in terms of homes or condos and they were moving out further away, let's say an hour away because they saved a lot of money, a home price was was a lot cheaper and they were able to work from home. Then they were either, well, not either, they had to go back to work physically, like mm-hmm. you had to go back into the office. And let's say even, let's say that you had the ability to stay at home, right? Yeah. So now how many jobs are getting lost by AI because AI is now taking over the, like, think about it. A person now working all day on their computer. Yeah. What are they doing that, that, you know, that an advanced AI program can't do in terms of a job when you're sitting on your laptop now from home and you're an hour away, you saved money. It's like, okay, well, 
in five, 10 years, look at AI, look at the direction it's going. You think that person's still going to have their job? You don't think AI is going to be able to do that? Look at the shit AI can do. Yeah. You know, I personally, I think AI is scary. I don't know about you guys, but I think AI is <laughs> scary as hell because yeah. like, like you, you guys have talked about this in previous podcasts, so I don't want to go too much into it, but like there's literally been movies that have shown us the capabilities of what AI can do. Yeah. Okay. Me and Matt watched sorry, The Matrix. We, we yeah. Did, yeah like, it was fucking, it was awesome. It was yeah. a great movie. What's the other one? Like iRobot? iRobot. iRobot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's literally been movies about this stuff. Why are we getting, why are we doing this? And you know what's funny? That Matrix movie, what was it? 99? 1999. What? 99, that movie came yeah. out. Yeah. That's 20, 24 years that, ago. That <laughs> thing came out when the internet was revolutionizing it. And I've said it before in the show. I've made the comparison. Well, my girlfriend has made the comparison between the internet and AI, like the revolution. It's going to change everything, man. We and talk it's about scary. it. scary. If you are not in an industry that is strictly um, human operated yeah, like and there's no if, creative. ands, or buts about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, in the next, with with AI, and I don't agree with AI, but it, with AI being here, in the next, I would give it 15 years, you can kiss your job, kiss your job goodbye. Maybe sooner, man. The rate Probably the technology sooner, has yeah. changed, like, you know, 15 years is a long time now. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm talking about, like, like worldwide. Yeah. Like, yeah. every job yeah. to be affected about. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. There are jobs out there. I think it was, like, what? There's all these other uh, major uh, companies out there that were like doing layoffs because of AI. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, Google, Twitter, a lot of the tech oh, companies, yeah, right? A lot of the yeah. tech the big companies that were coming out, yeah. they're like laying off thousands of people, right, because yeah. of AI. Yeah. Right. Now, to see that spread across every industry, I think is going to take a long time. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. there has to be advanced to get to everything. To yeah. get to everything. Right? Yeah. You know, sure. regulations are coming. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Regulations have to come into play. Yeah. But if you're not in an industry that is strictly human operated and controlled, and there's like a, a robot literally cannot do this job. Yeah. Right. Then you're 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 cool for at least the time being until they've come up with something later on down the road that's going to say, oh, you're, you're screwed. So, so I have sure. a question for you then. When they combined AI with robots, you know, say you have your, I know you're into farm, farmsteading, homesteading yeah. like I am, right? Say you have your homestead and, you know, you're a little older now. You can't do all the heavy lifting. And uh, it's just like iRobot. They got those models that can do all the heavy lifting for you. Would you get one? Nope. <laughs> I'd be no, that grumpy no old man. I would just grunt this whole way through the day. I'd Matt's, rather do that than... Matt's going to have a son or a daughter that's going to... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's why you have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in that way, they can do the work when you're old. Yeah. The you next go. generation. The, the next generation. But the next generation, too. If you're in high school now, like it's a good idea to start thinking what... Because, you know, obviously there's going to be not limited, but there's going to be less available jobs when AI starts taking over a lot. So if you're younger, it's a good idea for you to start thinking like, okay, in five, 10 years, is this career that I'm thinking about getting into, is it even going to still be oh, there for me dude, in five years, When 10 I was years? in high school, I wanted to be a mechanic. Right. Right. I literally, like, I was like committed to it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I cared about in high school. I, I wanted to do like the, go to college, like the, the trade school for right. it and everything. And then... I started realizing, I was like, nah, I don't want to, uh, it, it was uh, an industry that was going to ruin my passion for working on cars and right. stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out. I'm so glad I got out because 
now with the whole uh, electric vehicles and green vehicles nowadays, you're not a mechanic. You're 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 a glorified uh, electrician. But once again, too, think about it. Like now, and then someone the brings electric- in their car, like they're just plugging it into the system, and then the system's running the diagnostics. Because yeah. it's all electronic, it's a, it's well, the it's literally the computer, like the Teslas and shit, right? Oh, yeah. So in terms of now, if you're a mechanic, it's like it's like AI just took away half of your fucking business, oh, right? Because think about on an older vehicle, all the things you'd be doing, all the little things. Now Dude, the computer's you, f- figuring it out for you. What was fixing it like? It. Like uh, I think it was it was Ford that came out with the first uh, the truck, the conveyor system. Um, oh. What's uh, the the word? Uh, conveyor system, not conveyor system. Uh, for the for the bed of a truck? No, for making like uh, vehicles. Oh, assembly lines. Assembly lines, yeah. right? Assembly lines back in the day, right, were human operated. Yeah. Right yeah. now, yeah, you, go to, you, you could you could literally watch videos on it, and it's yeah. fully automated, like yeah. robot robotics and everything. The only yeah. thing they do is they have uh, people there for quality control. Yeah. That's yeah. all they do. They well, just they, literally stand there and just make sure that this is running or, properly. Or do those like super minute activities, like yeah. screwing the seatbelts. Yeah, the, the most oh, mundane man. stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? That's all they do. 30 years ago, you had 500 people working in a factory. Now, what, 150? If <laughs> that, maybe. You know, if, if that, that, right? Who knows the numbers, but it's definitely lower, right? Oh, yeah. That's it's, the thing. It's, it's, you know. it's a lot, right? And, and back in the day, you could have asked any of those people and be like, oh, would a robot take your job? No way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, you, ask, so you could ask people that are in the industry now and say, hey, do you think a robot can take your job now? And they say, probably. You know what's nuts about this too is that they build entire towns and cities around these kinds of industries. Dude, they, they literally said they're, they're putting in a new uh, Volkswagen uh, manufacturing uh, facility in, oh, I forget, just I think it's, it's near St. Catharines area. I think yeah. is where they're doing it. Yeah. Right? And there's nothing there. It's all farm in the area that they're going to be doing it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're taking up like 1,500 acres. Holy right? shit. Wow. Something, something, something astronomical. Don't, don't quote me on that number. But it's like something astronomical. It's definitely a large area, <laughs> yeah. And they're taking over this to make this huge plant mm-hmm. for Volkswagen to create batteries. For, oh, it's going to contaminate for, that entire peninsula. Exactly. But oh my they're going to go into that. They're going to go into that and be like, oh, we got a factory and people are going to move there. That's and like then the wine it, capital and give it, of Canada. It, give, it the, give it the next couple of years. All the AI advancements, the robotic advancements, you know what I mean? We, all, all, the, all of them are going to just lose their jobs. That's 100% how it's going to go. Yeah. And it's going to be some dude... You know what I mean? Oh, I'm the plant manager sitting at his, sitting at home, you know, watching everything from his phone, watching the diagnostic. Oh, something going <laughs> wrong. Oh, I got to drive out there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I got to replace the sensor because oh, something went wrong. And he's the only one in the warehouse. Until AI could take over his job. Exactly. And it's just oh, self-diagnostic. Yeah. And then what do we do? Honestly, honestly, at this point, then that happens. What does the human civilization do? So now there's theories. At that point. There's theories because it already exists in other places, but then... You know, I feel like maybe let's say in 10 years when obviously a lot of jobs are limited, they'll come up with something like a universal based income, which sounds bad now. And a lot of people have, you know, conspiracies behind it and there's a lot of negative bullshit behind it. But again, it's like it's it's like housing. It's like rent. You know what I mean? It's it's like they're going to come to you with this you know, proposition well, like, of, of like this method of that's this like, system. And yeah, you're going to say, you know what? Thank you. Thank God you brought this and you guys, and this is happening because yeah. well, we're hurting like the subsidized living, right? They, they have subsidized living, you know yeah. what I mean? Where yeah. the actual, your, your rent is, 
calculated by how much money you make. You know what I mean? Right. And and to a degree, you know, for some people that it helps them out. It definitely helps them out. And it, we, we, we need that. I'm hesitant for that stage where they go, everybody makes this amount of money. Yeah. Well, think about how and limited your life gets. Like, come on. Unless yeah. that's like, okay, everybody's making it a substantial amount of money and everything goes down and everybody's basically wealthy, which is not going to happen. No, because that's no. utopia and that's impossible. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Right? So we're all going to be living basically, and we all know how this is going to be. And for all the all of you that don't know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But <laughs> um, it's gonna it's just going to be, here's what it is. We're all going to be making pennies. You know what I mean? And that's all you get. You don't get the the freedom like we were talking about before. Mm. You know what I mean? Getting your 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 country living or your space to live or space to do whatever you it's want. It's gonna be the it's bare like minimum. You have your cubicle and that's all you get. You prison. Know what I mean? yeah. Prison. It's like a prison. Yeah. It, it'll be exactly it'll be exactly what you need to get by. So if you now live in a build to rent, if you rent, live in a rental unit, they'll calculate that and then they'll calculate groceries in the the bare minimum. You know, maybe a car, if that, not even, that. not if even because. You know, obviously, public with transit. public transit you, and you, shit, you don't need a car when you live in the city. You don't. Yeah, where, where even where you live exactly. right now, you don't need a car. Yeah. So you know if I mean? if, if they come and they say the government's going to give someone three grand a month and your rent's two, groceries and whatever is five, and let's say you have a few hundred dollars extra every month, but you don't have to work, you know, or you I know personally, what I, mean? I would never be that type that would. Say, no, I know. You know, oh, you don't have to work here. Here's what you're going to get. You know what I mean? I personally, in the type where. If I'm just sitting there doing nothing, I'm going to go absolutely insane. But what if you your options I mean? are limited? Because now there's a mass amount, you know, I'm amount of people. Do, I'd rather do a job, dude. I don't, I don't care what it is at that point. If the whole world went to shit and that's what they said we have to do. Yeah. And they give they gave you a list of like 15 jobs. Like here's jobs that are, are, are specific to what you can offer. Okay, great. Pick one. Mm. I, would, I would do it. Or mm. stay home. I'd do a job. I don't, I don't care. Because I'm the type where I have to physically be doing something and staying busy, staying active, or else my mind goes a million miles an hour, For sure. and or I start going insane. You know what I mean? Just sitting there, you know, I I I, I get jittery. And it, would, it just doesn't work for me. It would drain me. A system like that, I would I would run off. I would just dump all the debt, all the everything, all the assets, and I would just go and fucking be Mountain Man at that point. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the only way I could foresee myself surviving. Well, that's like you. Yeah. There's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, I know. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Where they're they're like they're like screw the system. You know what I mean? In how it is now in in today's society, they're saying screw the system mm-hmm. for sure. And you know, some people say they're oh they're the modern day hippies, which to an extent, to an extent, not, yes. but not really. They're kind of they're really based. They're steeped in like reality. They know what the hell's happening. No, but remember how back in the day the hippies were. Um, not part of, I guess you could say... Uh, Any one particular movement? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They just did their own thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And they weren't yeah. general society. Right. Okay? Well, now you could say general society is going to your nine to five, yep. you know, relying on the system, relying on the government, relying on, on the everything. basic needs. You know what I mean? Running water in your house, automatic electricity, gas, heating. You know, you want to go get gas. You want to, you, know, you just hop in your car and you go to the gas station. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you want food? Oh, drive down. The, you can <laughs> drive to the store and get it. Or you can sit on your phone and order it on your phone and it'll be there in half an hour. It promotes zero you know I mean? thought into so, any of the yeah. systems you so have. So the people that are going and, you know, they're, they're doing their own thing. They're saying, screw the system. 
and they're going and getting in a van and, and going out yep. where and doing whatever they want or buying a cabin or buying a pro- plot of land and doing homesteading yeah. Yeah. and yeah. doing their own thing and living on their within their means you know right. what i mean and providing for themselves they are not part of the norm right and personally i think they're the smartest people in the world because yeah. the system right now people are too reliant on it right and then uh Shout out Nick Stangola, as he said this earlier, is the government doesn't want you to not rely on the system. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, so, they, well, it, they, 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 the, the government works on you relying on the system. You, if you, you start saying, fuck the system, they don't like that. It protects itself, too. It, it does. But you know what? At the same time, it's not for everybody. I understand that, like the homesteading thing and the being self-sufficient. Some people are completely content being reliant on the system. No problem. Power to you. Oh, power to like, to each your own. Yeah. And I got no problem. I'm not the type of person yeah. that says, this is what you have to do. There's yeah, no right? right or wrong. It's just no, whatever you prefer. It's yeah. what you prefer. Right. You know what I mean? And personally, I, as I said before, I've had a touch of both, like, you know, different lifestyles, yeah. right? And to me, that whole homesteading aspect of it is making more and more and more sense yeah, to me. Man. You know what I mean? Right. Every day going forward, it's like, oh, that is that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? As and 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 I would love to try it. I would love to get into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because I'm so done with having to rely on the system to get ahead when right. the system doesn't want you to get ahead. And then you're in a rush all the time. 100%. And I, I, I've often found myself in a rush. And I'm like, what am I rushing for? Who am I rushing for? And what am I getting out of for, for stressing myself? It's, it's unbearable, man. There's no reason we should be living like this. And then everybody, when I tell them, oh, I'm really into homesteading and I want to get into it. That's like the next chapter of my life. Everybody goes, what? That's so much work. Why would you want to do all that work? I'm like, you honestly think... That it's more work providing for your own basic needs, which is like our natural instinct, than yeah. than literally sucking the soul out of your life by living this stupid mundane yeah. shit and, and working your ass off for somebody else to get rich. It makes no sense to me how people yeah. don't think that that's more work. Well, when you've grown up and things have been easy, right? Like everything's to your disposal. But you can put it in, in a scenario where it's like not, a, not like a doomsday type of thing, but you know, what if a blackout happened? For weeks on end, what if the grocery stores weren't there to provide you food? Like Those two simple things. Like if it was winter, the power goes out, yeah. the heat goes off, and now the grocery stores aren't supplying, or let's say there's a food shortage. Those are the essential things you need to fucking well, live. Dude. And when you live in downtown Toronto or any city, now that's it. What are you going to do when those three things shut well, off? Look what happened when the whole Rogers outage went, went, went on. Oh, my God. Oh, it was a whole fucking the panic. Whole, the whole freaking... What, the whole <laughs> the country. The, the, the country. It, it was the it country, was yeah. Shut down. Shut down. I was literally working. And, yeah. you know, I can't even say stuff because my whole job is reliant on the system. It I'm basically you. providing for the system. The system. It's the system okay? that you work for, yeah. So yeah. I can't really say much, but... My job focusing on, okay, I'm going to my next client, you know, the next job. Right. Okay, well, I finished that, my first job that day. And then I went to, wanted to go to my next one. And guess what? I couldn't make a phone call. I couldn't check my emails to see, okay, where is my next job? Mm-hmm. I couldn't do, I couldn't do nothing. I was stuck. I was stuck there. I, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what, what I'm doing. Thankfully, the client that I had on site that was, I was working for was with TELUS. Mm. Oh, wow. And one of my other colleagues, 
who works in an office, like he's part of the dispatching system, he was with TELUS. Right. And so I was able to get through and be like, dude, where do I go? What's the address? (laughs) I couldn't even use my phone for the GPS. I had to punch it into my truck because I didn't have a map. Like, you know, the hard copy map. I didn't have that. You know what I mean? I was going into an area I didn't know. You know what I mean? The whole system is reliant on that. And that's just an example of like, when one thing goes to shit, we're done. Exactly, man. Like I I talked about in the last episode. I don't know if you remember it either, but you might. The 2004 blackout. Exactly. That was the state of New York all the way up to like, you know, fucking, I don't even know where, what, Barry at least. Like it was a huge area. And like, that was out for like over a day. Yeah. People die in the wintertime, man. Every to, time there's a blackout con- for even be, two days, people To be completely die. honest with you, I don't even think I knew about the blackout. Yeah. You want to know? I, I was at the farm and ah, I was outside. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, I probably Doesn't didn't even know about all. it. Right? I was, because yeah. I was outside right doing all my, doing anything then that I wanted to. Yeah. When I was at the farm, when we, when I was at my uncle's farm, you were not to go inside during the day. Oh, yeah. And if you were to, if you were to go inside during the day, they were looking at you going, what are you inside for? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if it wasn't raining, if it wasn't a lightning storm, if it wasn't a thunderstorm, they were looking at you going, what the hell are you inside for? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you said, oh, I just got to go to the washroom, you better make sure it was the number two because they were looking at you going, you could do, you could take a piss outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but that was, that was, that was how it is growing up. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, you're outside all day long. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but to go back to the reliant on the system, you know, when it comes down to the electric vehicles now, you know, you know, they, they're coming out and saying, well, we want all vehicles in today's society or in the future. Let's when say. did they say there was some manufacturer? 2030? It was 2035. 2030 and then it went. No, it was 2035 originally. And then they dropped it down to 2030. Yeah. I think they said it was the last year you're allowed to manufacture a non-electric vehicle. A non-electric vehicle. car. Right. So that is that in itself is scary because. It's the same you, thing. Like, okay. I have talked to people um, that deal in the power generation industry, okay? And this one person I was talking to literally said, so they want to do this by 2030. The infrastructure for all of Canada, not even Ontario, not even Toronto, all of Canada is not there. Yeah. We're not ready for it. Well, they're going to slowly start building up. I mean, they well, got that, seven years. The they're, they're building. They'll say, okay, so like, let's say they're, they're starting to build new builds, right? Yeah. Great. You're putting in new builds that can take the power. Great. The power generation literally cannot sustain it. Yeah, there's not, not going to be There's enough not enough infrastructure sure. to sustain it, yeah. right? Then, as Matt can agree with me on this, we go to properties that are like from the 1960s and haven't had any of their servicings touched updated. from 1960. <laughs> so I'm telling you right now, they can barely take 120, let alone a 240 or 220 <laughs> fucking outlet. You yeah, know what I mean? To, yeah. to, to charge their, their, their car. You know what I mean? So yeah. how is that going to work? That is, there's going to be billions of dollars, if not more, well, okay. the government's going to give people incentives. Doing this. They're going to give. They're going to spend a. They're going to spend a shitload of money, and they're going to give people exactly. actual like money incentives. They're going to give people money well, to do this that. shit, they and they're already doing it. Like, right? yeah, but exactly. at the same time, I personally, I don't know about you guys, I don't have money to go drop you know seventy thousand dollars on, on a fully electric EV? vehicle or yeah. more. 
you know, they will make, but this is the thing right now they're, exp they will make electric vehicles by that year. hundred percent. There's going to be, they're going to be like 40 grand, 50 grand. Oh, they have to be dude. Yeah. They, no one's they will. Get them. They, can't. Yeah, they, they can't afford it. They got yeah. They're hundreds. There's going to be more than Tesla. There's people that could barely afford that pricing yeah. as a gas engine in today's society, let alone an electric and electric vehicle. Right. That's, you know, cost more, double that. You know what's funny about the system is that it's designed to protect itself, but in doing this, it's undercutting itself because now you're going to create a skyrocketing, it already exists, but a skyrocketing demand for lithium to make these fucking batteries. Some of the biggest lithium deposits in the world are in Africa, and now we're going to shift the tide of global dominance to new places, and everybody's like, oh, no, it's going to be like colonization again. I'm like, no, it's not. The world is too educated for the, it to do the that. Thing, the thing with the electric vehicle argument is... I can agree with the fact of bringing in different types of energy. Right. And 100% can agree with that. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Diverse energy uses, whether it's for heating, yeah. you know, for, for creating energy in, in that sense or for um, mechanical uh, equipment, you know what I mean? Construction industries, all that kind of stuff. I can agree with it. To say that every single piece of equipment, vehicle, heavy machinery, anything out there is to drop all fossil fuels is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridic absolutely ridiculous. Because you've had a system that has been 100% reliant on fossil fuels for how long now? Over yeah. a century. Over a century. Yeah. And then you're trying to tell me within the next like 10, 15 years, yeah. you know what I mean? Since EV... Vehicles have actually been a thing, like an actual, like, okay, this is like a normal thing to see now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That you want the entire world to just go, oh, we're, we're just going to drop it. It's an industrial it's revolution. Not gonna it's not yeah, going to happen. It's, 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 it's yeah. scary too, because you're going to have all this going on, right? God forbid you get a blackout, like the one you were talking about. Every vehicle is run on electricity. Yeah. It's Where just you another thing. Vehicle? Exactly. You're going to have all these yeah. vehicles sitting in the middle of the road because they die or whatever. They can't go anywhere. I can't charge my vehicle. What do I do? Well, you know what I've seen? I've seen concepts um, about people making new materials for roads that can be uh, charged electrically. So you, as you, it's almost like a train right. or a subway. When your car is on the road, it's picking up a charge and it's charging as it goes yeah. wrong. So you're basically making an expansive street well, car Well, you could system. also right. do it in, in, in areas where... Like, uh, let's say you go to Las Vegas or something. Like, you know what I mean? You're in the desert or you're in areas that it's like very dry weather or they have not a lot of rain, not a lot of cloud coverage, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why don't we have solar power? If you're going to bring out the EV stuff, why don't you have solar power, uh, solar panels on the vehicles? They're sitting in traffic anyways. Why aren't they collecting yeah. power? <laughs> yeah. You know I don't think, I mean? yeah. they're, sit, they're sitting That's in a true. parking lot all day long. You know what I mean? Why aren't they collecting power well, and charging think, up the battery? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're downtown, the buildings, I mean, sometimes you're not always in No, but sunlight. like at the same time, you're going to be offering this. Right. You know, everybody has to, you're going to be making it mandatory. Everybody has to have electric vehicles. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to be putting in stuff to make it worth their while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you But it has just, to be affordable too. That's the problem. Yeah. They will. They'll make it affordable, 100%. That'll be the easiest thing for them to do. Well, that, it, because it, they'll spend it, as, much, as much money as they need to. to well, that's to, even like how when car, first cars first came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back in the day, at the time, it was expensive. And they're like, oh my God, you have a car? Yeah, but you know also what I mean? remember... That's expensive. Society you know what I mean? had uh, horse same, and buggies at the time too, But it's right? the same thing now, where it's like, oh, you got an electric vehicle? 
oh, that's expensive. You know what I mean? Eventually, it's going to become... It's going to be normal. Normal, right? Yeah. You it's know, true. In the 10 only years, other yeah. thing that I can disagree with is they've come and implemented that whole electricity um, uh, vehicle aspect to the agriculture, to the construction industry. You know what I mean? Where you got play, uh, companies or farmers or whatever that have invested millions millions of dollars into their equipment mm-hmm. right and now you just want them to say yeah uh guess what you can't use that anymore no. that's ridiculous no you know what i mean i was see i was watching a, a a documentary um and i believe it was uh jcb the um uh, construction company they they make uh heavy machinery you know excavator right. stuff like that right. and they basically told the system to go fuck themselves and they were like, we, we can't, we can't do electric vehicles. Like we cannot do it. It's not going to work with the big because machinery. You no. basically are going to increase the weight of these um, pieces of equipment. Yeah, yeah. that are already astronomical. Tenfold, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That are already going to be going through mud, soft ground, whatever it is. Now you have a vehicle that weighs ten times as much because of all the batteries it takes to yeah. run these pieces of equipment yeah right. they're gonna be stink- they're gonna be stinking they can't they can't operate unless you make machines you can plug in but like <laughs> but um, but then you also got you, you, the other argument that you can come out with is you got farmers let's say even construction companies that are working 18 hour days 20 hour days you know yeah. what i mean they're all and some of them the equipment doesn't shut off yeah they're literally fueling up as they're going yeah right yeah so how are you going to tell me that, oh, we need to go full electric when you got a battery that ain't going to last 18 to 20 hours or longer, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the way that that person makes a living. Well, this And is now a, it's got to sit there? It will revolutionize the way that these industries operate. Yeah, like, it, they'll find a way, man. They're, gonna, yeah. they're definitely they going to find a way. They're well, either going to meet the demand and make these machines to figure out a way to make these yeah. machines to work at this pace or they're going to say, well, the industries the, have to slow down. They're coming out. They are coming out with... They're, they're uh, new ways of, of uh, energy, right? Yeah. So, like, to go back to JCB, JCB has come out and said, you know, they said, screw you to the electric vehicle aspect of it and the electric energy. And they're actually coming out with uh, a hydrogen engine, hmm. right? And I don't know if you know, but hydrogen is the most abundant, uh, abundant gas that we have. Yeah. But we don't use it. Yeah. 70% of the atmosphere. Right. right. Yeah. So they've come up with an engine that literally uh, burns hydrogen gas. And then the rest of it, that is um, like, the, I guess, the emissions part of it just turns into water. So it's the thing. It's like these great ideas. But sometimes and you've heard stories of in the past, you know, larger corporations that will um, kill these concepts and yeah. then gatekeep it. Right. Because if it's not profitable enough to them, yep. then they won't implement it. And it's it's our system. And fuck you right yeah and if it's you know it's gotta it's, be it's gotta be profitable whoever comes out 100% with it you know it has to be profitable profitable but at the same time it has to like something has to work because yeah. there's no way your average farmer or your average construction worker who is literally making ends meet you know what i mean just scraping by you yeah. know what i mean to make a living is going to be able to go I can't run this equipment anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have to go dump out millions of dollars in new equipment. You know what I mean? Like, that's insane. Yeah. No, that's it is. That's absolutely it is. insane. It is. 
It's impossible. That's not. That's you know, gonna... and they, they they're saying, oh, we want to to rule out all fossil fuels and like we won't produce all fossil fuel anymore and all this. Kind of... How? I would love to know how because we both both you and I, Matt, know this. We've done work for the oil pipelines. Yeah. You literally have oil pipelines running through all of Canada. Man, it goes all through, Canada. through the, the, maybe, the amount of farm fields it goes through is insane. No, I know, but now those farmers look at the farming industry itself. Now, now they're bringing in like Bill Gates owns the most. Uh, what is it? The most proper property in terms of farms. Yeah. He owns the most farmland, I think, in the whole world. Yeah. Oh, um, that surprise me. So, so they're gonna, you know what I mean? Like the, they'll find other ways to farm that are more efficient. That probably don't have anything to do with livestock, which you can already see. The whole vegan movement is slowly killing that, especially in terms of the dairy farmers, right? So the dairy farmers, the last yeah, few years, have been yeah. they were throwing out milk. Like yeah. they do milk, that. They do that. They do, do that, but yeah. they but it was known a couple of years ago that they were throwing out a lot more milk than they were usually throwing yeah. out. Where it's like, okay, if they're throwing out that much milk, is does it make sense for them to even be in business anymore? Right? Think about it. In forty years, are there still gonna be your traditional dairy farmers when I think, I think, people can I, drink oat milk? I oh, <laughs> don't don't get me started on that. Well, <laughs> oh, you don't have a bottle of oat milk? Show me the tit on an almond. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but no, I think I think uh, I think there will definitely be, you know, dairy farmers. I I've, there will always be it. There will always be dairy farmers. I think the extent of what of how much there are uh, or how many there are, right. I think will decrease. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like look how it used to be back in the day. They used to right. have sheep farms all over the place. Yep. Now they don't. Sheep is not profitable. They have synthetic material. Right? They don't need it's wool. Not, it's not profitable. Yeah. But um, I think it will still be there. It won't be as much as what it is now because people are not necessarily drinking as much milk as they were, you know, back in the day when, you right. know, they used to tell you, oh, drink more milk. It makes strong bones. You have to drink milk. Yeah. You have to drink mm-hmm. milk. Uh, and that was shown to us. Now there's a lot of people that are like, eh, actually, you don't have to. You know what I mean? And to each your own. Or it's bad for you. Or it's bad for it's you. bad for you now. You know Even I mean? worse. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, nowadays, you go outside, you breathe the goddamn air, and you haven't even done anything. Oh, that's bad for you. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, get, get fucked. You. Okay? True. Like, there's all these people out there that, that they say, oh, you know, if you use this, it's bad for you. If you do this, it's bad for you. If you use shampoo, it's bad for you. If you do this, it's bad Like, get out of here. <laughs> shampoo. Like, come on. <laughs> so, fly a fucking kite. The fly kite. Like, literally. Get a hobby. Fly a kite. <laughs> but... I just I don't know I I think everything goes in 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 waves, right? Right, and it's just you got to ride out the wave, right? Because yeah. there will always be a need for milk. There will always be a need for farming. There will always be a need for construction. You know what I mean? It's just riding the wave to see what the next does or, or need is and what that right. need is. Right. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of farmers where I've seen where. There was like, oh, okay. Um, I knew one guy. His his dad was a uh, dairy farmer. Yeah, right. He started seeing that the actual dairy farming was kind of like eh, declining, declining. Right. Yeah. He got went and bought his own farm, and he went into beef cattle. Okay. And he went half beef cattle, half crop. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he was actually uh, doing corn. Right. Right. And what he was doing is the corn that he was doing, he wasn't doing uh, corn for you or I, you know what I mean, to eat. He was doing um, livestock feed. livestock feeding yeah. and, and okay. uh, feed corn, yeah. right? 
And that's what he did. And he was making pretty good money. You right. know what I mean? Um, but he has also even said, depending on the year, the market fluctuates like crazy. For sure. Right? And, and some years, the market's great. Other years, the market's shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, look what happened with, um, uh, what was it? Uh, the chicken. Chicken farm and, chick- and eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the whole bird flu that, that went on. It wasn't yeah. public. It wasn't like uh, all over the news. You know, it, maybe it was a little bit, but it right. wasn't like, oh, my God. Yeah, there was, was a bird no, an egg shortage. Oh, my goodness. News. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. it wasn't like that. It was just like there was an egg shortage. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. thought much about it. You know what I mean? They had to slaughter all of their chickens or majority of their, their flock and their livestock. Yeah. Right? And then next thing you know, prices sky up. And mm-hmm. then you give it a little bit, give it a little bit of time. The prices will come back down. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like that with beef. You know what I mean? When there's an influx of it, prices go up. Right. You notice how when they come down, though, they when never they, when come, they come back down. Quite, like, eh, quite okay. as far as they were. You never. Yeah, you know it's like I mean? what we mentioned with wood. The wood prices, the you know, a two by four was four dollars, and then it went up to ten, and then it dropped back down to seven. Mm-hmm. And we're all thanking God that it's now at seven instead of ten. But people seem to forget it was once at four. Yeah, but gas you gotta, too. You know, you and it's the same thing with gas. It's yeah. like, oh, thank God it's at seven now because it was at ten. Yeah. Well, it was at four. It just went up fucking thirty five percent. That's terrible. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Justin Trudeau is taking fifteen cents per liter you put in your car. Get the out car, of here. The what carbon a tax, fucking, yeah. Get out of here. What a tow. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, you get you, as I said earlier. You got to ride the wave. Yeah, it you is gotta ride is. the wave. It is what it is. And you gotta adapt. It it it, it always it, it it comes and it goes. That's all I can say on that, right? right. Like, and you gotta be able to to stick it out. So, what's right. your plan then to stick it out? What do you see in like the next ten years for yourself? What do you what do you want to do? Are you gonna in the next ten years? I see myself on a farm. Yeah, right. Good for and, you. And and you know, as much as I love my job, guys, I'm not saying I'm gonna quit, but. <laughs> Uh, as much as I love my job, you know, my, my end goal is to be on a farm Yeah, and all I've, I really want in life is, is peace. Right. right? And my sense of peace is having a property, having a farm, you know what I mean? Being able to, to raise a family on that farm and have my kids have that sense of, of, of freedom. For sure. Right. That a lot of kids and and people in today's world don't know yeah right i'm also going to be that parent that is going to say hey go outside as i said earlier yeah you know what i mean touch grass and touch grass and and, (laughs) breathe air you know breathe air you know what i mean get a oh you got a boo-boo oh sucks go back outside you know what i mean like that's what i want you know i don't want a kid that's just going to be sitting there playing video games all day long staring at a computer screen well, do you think because you grew up and you were around that environment in terms of, you know, your family, friends, farm and those types of things, do you think that's what made you appreciate it so much these days? It's because you kind of grew into it, I, you know? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. When I was younger, when I was really, really young, I did not appreciate it as mm-hmm. much as I do now. Right, right. right? So but that when, was your environment. 100, yeah. yeah. When I was really young and I was always going to my uncle's farm and... Uh, I didn't appreciate it. You know, I was just like, oh, we're just going to the farm. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's how it is. I didn't start to appreciate the farm until I got older. For you sure. You know what I mean? And until I started realizing, like, I don't have the freedom to do what I want yep. Yep. anymore. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I could literally drive, I could go to my uncle's farm and drive an hour and 
literally could walk out the front door butt ass naked. Yeah. And <laughs> not, no, nobody would say anything. Yeah. I walk outside my door butt ass naked in the city and someone's calling the cops on me. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... You, That's your you natural just, state too. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't yeah. do a lot of things. And so I think in this state... That's your I, natural state. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think in work. this in this site, day, uh, in this portion of my life, you know what I mean? I think it did definitely... It, it definitely put... Uh, more thought into it yeah for sure um but i've also been able to as i said earlier i've been able to experience both sides for sure right so being able to experience both sides and having that as a kid i definitely want that for my future and my Mm. kids future right um do i think everybody should experience a little bit of both Maybe not necessarily being on a farm, but yeah, like yeah. the country life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, go to a cottage, go yeah. camping. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Oh, you can't afford a cottage? Okay, I can tell you all right now, it's not expensive to rent a, a campsite. Yep. It's yeah. literally not. Yeah. I've booked out multiple campsites this year, right? Yeah. And that's another topic we'll get into. But multiple, <laughs> multiple uh, campsites this year. And yeah. just to get that sense of like, go outside. But but also yeah. you know what if you if you're that kind of person too that doesn't do that kind of thing you know it's important to do it but furthermore if you don't know where to start go on YouTube and just watch people. Oh, doing there's random, so many videos now, dude. Like, on, on, on no, the, yeah, it's everywhere. Starting a fire, so building a tent, you know, fucking. Did you know how many times? Okay, I, everybody calls me MacGyver, but if I don't really know how to do something, I just search it up on YouTube. Yeah, man. Me, oh, this is how I do it. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. You know, and I looked at God, like the goddamn genius, but like realistically, I was a fucking idiot two minutes ago. There's a cheat code. <laughs> It's education. Yep. The yeah. amount of resources that are available online to learn these things is, is incredible. Like the excuse, I don't know how or I don't, it's fucking, it's bullshit. And unfortunately, a lot of people are sucked into it because all these systems just kind of drag you down and stuff. But like, but that, but that's exactly the reason too. It's like, well, why the fuck would I need to learn how to start a fire? Like I, I'm never going to be in that environment. I don't give a shit. You're never you know going to be mean? in that. You don't think you're ever going to be in that no. environment. You don't right. need but it God you forbid. I know, God forbid, forbid something yeah. goes wrong yeah. and we go back to this raw state of life. Yeah, man. What are you going to do? I We're compare fortunate. it to MMA, right? Like any kind of mixed martial artist, it's the same thing. Like they don't, unless you're a professional and you're doing it for sport, but like people who usually learn MMA, they know how to use these skills. They don't intend to ever use it. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you want to live in the system, no problem. You should still know how to do it. It's the it's the, it's in our instincts. We've been doing it yeah. since like, the we beginning know how, of time. I, okay, like me personally, I know you and I know you do it. But I know how to build a fort. I know how to build a shelter. I know how to start a fire. Yep. You know what I mean? I can fish. I can hunt if need be. Yep. You know what I mean? No. I can do all these things. I can live. Yeah. Right? No. Do I plan on using a lot of that? <laughs> Probably not. Maybe once in a blue you know moon. I mean? Maybe once in a blue a moon. Cool and trip. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, let's go just in the middle of nowhere and yeah. just, you know, backpack it. Portage. Sure. <laughs> right? Mm. But, like, do I plan on the rest of my life being like oh i need to take two stones and flick them together <laughs> no that's living thing. in a cave me not is a, caveman <laughs> yeah not a chance right but at the same time i think it's it it everybody should know yeah at least have some sort of skill set or yeah. base knowledge you, of something in case god forbid something happens like yeah. it, it's the same with like you know you you drive a car yeah right I personally think everybody should know how to change a, a damn tire on a car. Mm-hmm. You know what Your I mean? Your spare. Yeah. Or, or sp- put a spare on. Yeah. Right? 
How, how do you how do you how do you put a spare on? How do you check the fluids in your car? Do you know how to check the fluids? In, what where they're supposed to be at? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you're stuck on the in the middle of nowhere, no cell service, as I've done multiple times, you know what I mean? You need to figure it out for yourself, or yeah. else you're screwed. Yeah, absolutely. These are basic skills that skills people used to have. You know what organizations used to teach kids this, like the cadets program and like scouts and girl mm-hmm. guides. They don't teach kids this stuff anymore because they they do bullshit sitting in a fucking circle singing songs about flowers and rain. It's fucking, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's fucked, man. It's yeah. just not like what's what are you teaching kids now? How, That's the thing. You, I guess you're teaching what what you need to know now. Whereas if you know you're here, it's you know those basic life fundamental skills. You need. You're, you, they're teaching you what you need to know to live within the, the system. In the system. But that's the thing too. It's like you know you go through the education system and that's all you know. And it's like, well, yeah, you're gonna latch onto this. You're gonna latch yeah. onto to all of it. You right? go to in the into the education system uh, in the city, and you go to the education system outside of the city in a rural area. You know what I mean? I'm not taking. I'm not talking about in the middle of fucking nowhere you know i'm talking about like in a farm area you know what i mean you go between the two and the life skills between the two is so different it's not even funny you go to that area where it's like farm area rural area you know what i mean the kids that are in high school even elementary school to up to to, you know what i mean they have a, a, a set of skills that I have never seen before. Yeah. You know what I mean? For I've sure. literally met 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds. You know what I mean? That can rip apart a tractor, do anything with like blindfolded men. And I've never yeah. seen that before. You know what I mean? You go to a, a school in the city. You know what I mean? The, the guy doesn't even know how to cross the road without looking down at his damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's about application, right? It's about where, where you're going to apply the, the things that you learn and... You know, yeah. where do you guys I, see yourself in the next 10 years? <laughs> you know me. I got my uh, farmstead. I'm, if not making 100% of my food or producing 100% of my food, at least producing, you know, most of it, if not half of it. Like, that's Ooh. the goal. And, like, I, I, I want to be in a position where I can participate in the system on my own terms. Right, like okay, sure. getting together with the friends, we're going to a place, whatever. Uh, I need this much power this month from like the grid. Turn on the light switch, whatever. Um, same thing with water, whatever. You know what I mean? But I don't want to be. I want to be able to do it for myself, and then you know, if right. shit hits the fan, it, I'm kind of un- unaffected. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could start small. I mean, in a few years, you know what I mean. If you yeah, have the ability to maybe buy like uh, like a, you know, like a very small cottage, you know. Something that's well, you know obviously cheaper. That's you know more there's different ways to do it too. Because you know, like you know, I like the idea of like making it your 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 livelihood. So like finding a way to monetize it in more ways than one. And like if you put it all together, in theory, it would work. And you can do it. People do it. It just takes time and research. And then once sure. you do that, you can you can get it going. Absolutely. But you gotta you have to just start somewhere. And your ideas develop as you go. Like you, you can't just sit and sulk. Like it's eh. I tried it. It didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. where do you see yourself, Alex? Yeah, I see myself. I, I mean, I don't know if you know fully self-sustainable type of property, but definitely, I'd, I'd say further away from the city. Like right now, here, you know, I mean, it was in Stovall. Stovall, obviously, there's a lot of farmlands. Whoever knows the area, um, versus Vaughn, which is you know, you can consider this a city. 
outside of Toronto, right? I mean, so it may not be the extent of downtown, downtown, but you know what I mean. Like it's night and day going from having a property to having a thousand square feet, right? Going from uh, taking, you can go uh, for fifteen minutes. You could go, you know, fifteen kilometers. Whereas here, you go five hundred feet. Yeah, exactly. uh, Five hundred meters in in uh, fifteen minutes. You know what I mean? You know, I used to do such a fucking beautiful thing. To me, it was amazing. It was just, I used to go out. It was like late at night, let's say, to piss, whatever. If I was already outside, I wouldn't go in to piss. I would just, my backyard's pitch black dark. My neighbors are far. Nobody can see. I would just piss in my backyard. It's freeing. I'm on my property. No one can see. It's late. Lights are off. And I'm just looking up at the stars, taking a piss. Like It's a beautiful feeling, They were man. doing this 10,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. fucking, this is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful. You know? That's so, like, it's the easiest, most simple thing. And that yeah. alone can reconnect you. And, and, it, and it did. And it, like, brought just peace. And it, like, just... It's such a simple thing. It's, you know. It's a, it, it, there's it's, a lot of things we take for granted. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's a lot of things that we take for granted. And, you know, to, to go back to, to uh, what you guys kind of talked about a little bit on your the last podcast was uh, looking up at the stars. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you look, you don't, you don't think about it much. But when you actually look up at the stars and you're at the cottage, you're camping, you're... You're out wherever, you know what I mean? If you can see that, it is so peaceful to just is, sit yeah. there and just look up, you know what I mean? And be like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. It grounds you. It puts it in perspective. And it's like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally nothing in the... Grand scheme of things. Grand scheme of things. Yeah. No. You're literally nothing. It definitely humbles you for sure. You know, it, it, it's 100% humbling. And it's peaceful at the same time. It's like, you just sit there and you're like, you, you, you hear nothing but like, the lake and or the wind or whatever it's the you know one crickets thing or the frogs and, and it's like just quiet it's the one thing that you can do to reconnect to every human that ever lived because we all in theory have done it right you just like look up and you just your mind wanders about the great expanses of the universe you think about life itself like every person ever has done that and that's a crazy thought yeah and like we don't do it anymore because we're inside. And if you are outside, you can't fucking see the canopy because of the light pollution. Oh, or a lot of people don't go outside. Oh, the bugs. The bugs bother me. Go, it's too cold. It's go, too go hot. Put bug spray on. Fucking do something, man. Yeah. Like we're an adaptive species. Get over it. Yeah. I have allergies. <laughs> because you're inside. <laughs> Get out. Your body's not yeah, used literally. to anything. <laughs> I can't say much. I, I got allergies, but I just sneeze a whole hell of a lot. And then I just go outside and it's just like, nope, you're not sneezing today. It's not happening. <laughs> allergies, not happening today. You know, actually, I read something very interesting. And then my girlfriend corroborated it about um, allergy. They're particularly bad here, like in Canada, United States. Like, So, you know, mm-hmm. they plant trees and shit all around to try and, you know, increase the greenery or whatever. Yeah. They only plant fucking male trees. So if you go to Jamaica, for instance, and you're walking down the street in Kingston and the street is lined with like mango trees, we'll say, it's all kinds of different trees. They get pollinated and they produce fruit. So the homeless people are sitting on the side of the road eating the fruit growing on these municipal trees. We don't have that here. Maybe for that reason. Who knows? But all of our trees are all male. And so it's just fucking pollen in the air every year. It makes sense. Yeah, it's fucking. It makes sense. And that, you know, and what allergy season is usually what, March to like end of April, which is when the trees start. It depends on what your allergies are because some people have them in the winter, some people get it. Some people get hay fever. Yeah. You know, when everything dries out. Ragweeds. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. What do you mean everything dries out? Well, when everything gets dry, like we're going. I'm talking about on your body or outside? outside, September to November. Outside. Oh, when everything dries out. Oh, we go into a drought, everything starts to dry out. Right. 
and you get like ragweed uh, that's in it's like a dust uh, what it turns into and then that's in the air okay you know what i mean so that bothers people right hmm. um so fuck it i know people that are allergic to grass yeah man it's like wild. they can, literally can't go and sit on the grass because they'll have an allergy attack or allergic reaction whatever that's crazy they're anaphylactic like if you think about it think about what it is like what's (laughs) happening when you have an allergic reaction is your immune system is responding to this thing as like a foreign contaminant as something dangerous if you like that's the lack of exposure my my god i had an allergy when i was a kid okay to peanuts you want to know what my parents did they gave me peanuts peanuts and peanut butter and they said fucking eat it Right? Dude, the food, now that, the food I don't have it. I don't have an, yeah. an allergy to peanuts. But that's the thing. You know, there's there's articles out there that say feed your kids peanuts at a young age so that their body gets used to it. So then they won't be allergic exactly. to it. Because now when you go into a school, you can't have all these things, especially peanuts. It's a no no. So, so kids, kids a lot allergies. of kids don't even touch or they're not near peanuts at all, even in their own homes. Dude. So when you so when you, they touch a peanut, what do you think's gonna happen? Dude, I found out the other day that. Uh, some schools, you know how they would do like the bake, uh, school bake bakery, sales. bake yeah. sales and shit like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You Peanut go there, free. give it 25 cents for a cupcake. Yeah. They all have to be gluten free. Uh, what? Gluten and peanut free. They do and gluten some free of them, Some of them, uh, dairy free the whole goddamn nine years. I don't want your fucking and cupcakes. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this? Plastic? Am I eating, am I, I'm eating damn plastic. Like this is so fake. It's not even flour. You know what? It's not even real flour. And guess what? You might just pay more. You're, you're fuck a bake sale <laughs> at gonna, this point. They're, they're gonna charge you $1.25 for the goddamn cupcake now <laughs> they gotta have a free sale and just sell ice because that's all you can fucking eat now and no, actually no you can't just fucking the water shit so no, just, breathe there. just breathe there just breathe there so until they can monetize that yeah well. look at that FedEx <laughs> FedEx yeah. FedEx on that plane see that's the other thing you know what I mean oh we need to decrease pollution oh meanwhile Kim Kardashian can go take her fucking private jet for 30 minutes and waste more fuel in a year than I do in a whole year driving a truck. <laughs> yeah, it's that that makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, you know how much also ships ships pollute. Oh. To. What are you going to do about ships? You're going to make ships electric? Yeah, okay. No way. <laughs> man. Imagine that. I I I I they they've they've come out. I think they've come out with it. Like they've had there's like one or two planes out there that are like fully electric. I wouldn't get on that plane. Nope. Nope, I'm going to stay grounded. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, once the power goes out, it's I'm a fucking glider. I'm going to stay fucking yeah. grounded. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing as a plane running out of fuel. It's a glider after, you know. Like, that's screw it. that. Yeah. No thanks. I have a fear of heights. But, like, <laughs> so, like, just the thought process of it, oh, it makes my knees weak. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much, honestly, in comparison to to cars, how much boats actually contaminate. Like, and how much like, pollution. Like, like, like those transport. Boat? I'm not oh, talking, like, 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 like I'm talking a, transport like a, like a boats. Ship. Ships like the cargo ships. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking those things. If that, you, they, I, they're they're I, not fuel efficient at all. Well, think about it. How many cars you think you know what I mean? It equivalents to it. Oh, one, and dude, talk about it's probably ships. millions of dollars for one of those cargo ships. Millions upon millions. Oh, hundred percent for 100%. one of them. You think that they're gonna like the, they're they're gonna just like oh every couple of years we're just gonna get a new one. Yeah, right. Oh, no, they're tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, right. I know, I know. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like, you think they're just going to continuously get new ones and yeah. just, oh, we're just going to discard the old one? Yeah, no. No, no. They invest in one or two, whatever, under a company, franchise, whatever it is, right? And they stick with it. Yeah, man. A lot they of those, stick with it. A lot of those ships are designed to be, once they're burst, once they go into the water, they stay there for the rest of and their that's lives. that's it, yeah. yeah. But think about it. Now, we're all going to switch to electric vehicles. What about the, tra- the cargo ships, right? Those... How are they ever going to put a battery on that? 
or multiple yeah. batteries well, to you know power what it. Actually, they'll get there. Come on. You know what they're you know what they're actually they're getting into is uh, there's a guy uh, actually as I said uh, we were talking about before saw on YouTube. He is in I believe Alberta, and he actually got just the rights to create an electric uh, semi truck, but they're hmm. not fully electric. They are electric, um, like hybrids. Um, it's oh. like a hybrid. Okay, but they're diesel. So diesel generation. They're diesel like, generation, like a like a locomotive. Cre- yeah, diesel generation that creates electricity to operate right. the semi truck. Yeah, and okay. that's how he's getting around it because he's like it's electric. It's electric, <sighs> and he got the permits for it, and wow. he's been approved. Wow. So he's now manufacturing semis. Under this classification, and what he's actually been doing is he's been getting the old semi trucks, the classics, and refitting them, refurbishing them. Yeah, very smart. Good for him. Diesel electric, and it's a diesel electric. Yeah, good for him. Wow. Right. Wow. Same as you said before. Same method as a train. Yeah. Yeah, on a smaller scale. That's that's a great idea, honestly. If that's the way they want to do it, that's that's a much smaller scale. Yeah. You know, you're maybe not using the same amount, like same amount of fuel. That you would be if you were just if you were just doing straight, straight diesel, diesel yeah. you know what I mean, just uh, like a like a, a six cylinder Cummins, like you know the huge ones. You also right. get more torque with right? electric, potentially, e- potentially, yeah, potentially. Um, <clears throat> but it, it's it's the thought of different types of. of but it depends uh, on the weight too. If it like, you know, yeah. Um, but with the weight though, you can work around it the same way that it was with old. Right. Uh, systems out right. there, old old diesel, old gasoline systems. They start. You want to haul more? You want to haul more? You just need more gears. Yeah. Change your gear ratio. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you want to haul more weight longer? You know what I mean? You just change your gear ratio, and right. it it can happen. For sure. You know what I mean? I personally, I still have that old school method: big block V eight. You know what I mean? Big <laughs> diesel engine. Get Burn me it. And let's just go. You know Fuck what I mean? Let's yeah. just put to the floor power and give her. You know what I mean? Fucking give her. I'm. Still hesitant on the whole electric, yeah, because torque thing because I don't know it. You know what I mean? I'm not. Uh, it's not me. It's not what I like. It's not accessible enough yet for anybody to look like a long term solution. One hundred percent. We'll see. But we'll see will, in a few years. We'll have to get there because that's what they want to replace everything. But to go back to what Alex was saying, I would like to see what they do with the industries that are not just strictly passenger vehicles. Yeah. But it's the industries that are causing the most pollution. That aren't addressed yet. They're addressing... Oh, 100%. You know, they're addressing the smaller oh, 100%. industries. 100%. Like, you're telling me a cargo ship... Honestly, like, fuck, one of you a Google cargo it. Ship, how, how much? Is, how much is a cargo ship pol- polluting the air? Or the water, which is, or the water you know... Is one thing, yeah. Well, it's definitely the water, but how much is it well, also that's polluting what, the you air? Well, that's what they use. They, they suck water <sighs> from yeah. whatever system that they're right. in, whether it be the sea, uh, uh, um, a freshwater lake, you know, in one of the Great Lakes. They draw water from the lake to cool the engines and then it gets pumped back in. Yep. Right. Right. right? So that and that's also what a lot of when you see a lot of factories, right? In and around lakes, Great Lakes, anything like that, they are a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, and I've seen it firsthand. Right. They draw the water yeah. from the lake or from the body of water that they're on. Yeah. Use it to cool all their systems and then dump it back into that body of water. Mm. Right, and I've physically seen it being sucked in, passed back <laughs> out, and it coming out boiling hot. Yeah, boiling hot. Yeah, going into the water and there's steam. I mean, it's in the middle of summer, man, and I see steam 
rising from the water and dead fish literally and yeah. coming up to the up to, and I'm like that is that's that's disgusting yeah it's monstrous yeah it's bad you know what I mean like and like when I saw that the first thing that came to my mind was like the episodes from the Simpsons when they just didn't give a crap yeah. about yeah. their what they did to the bodies of water and, and how they treated it and you know just took it for granted you know what I mean and it their whole system. Yeah, one day we're going to, if we keep it's going, going to this way, we'll this, make everything barren. going to come back to bite us. Oh, you know I, what I mean? It already and is. And so regardless, if we go full electric, if we don't go full electric, if we take care of the environment, if we don't take care, it's all going to come back to bite us in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. There's nothing much that we can do for it. Yeah, okay, let's make some improvements. Great. Sure. More but than, at the end of the day, we're screwed. More than 3% of global carbon dioxide emissions can be attributed to ocean-going ships. This is from uh, Europe.Oceana.org. So more than 3%. Just three? Well, I mean, there's, yeah, I guess. It's it's on scale. I don't know how many ships you think there are. Oh, I know. I'd like like to just see the the rest of the That's still an astronomical number for one industry. It is. To be dumping into the global I just want to see, like, what, you know, what industries are carrying... The other, the other ratios, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like the graph of it. I'm just curious. It. Yeah, we'd have to look into that and come back with some answers. But because yeah. I feel like your answers would vary all over the place, right? And things aren't disclosed too in in full detail or in full honesty. No, because well, I mean, everybody's got to hide something. You know what I mean? Yeah. If God forbid they disclosed every single thing about it. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, something comes back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, but that's the thing with these these huge corporations. I mean, if they're the more the larger corporations in the world, like, you know, you don't think that some information is being held or some information is being 100%. put out there just to protect themselves. Like, they can just say 3% and we're going to believe it now because we saw that on Google. Well, what if it's yeah. 25? I mean, yeah. not, to, not to know. not trust the information we read, but it's like, but you know. But you can read anything you want nowadays. And you can say anything you want. You can say anything for sure, you want. For sure. You for know sure. what I mean? That's like the whole theory back when we were kids. Don't read everything uh, off of Wikipedia. Don't yeah. cite everything you get off of Wikipedia because anybody can say anything that they want. It has to be from a reputable source. But within saying that, how do we know what a reputable source is nowadays? But dude, books. That's everybody's books are going to make a comeback, man. Oh, I'm sure. Because that's the only place you can go where because publishers are not putting stuff out that isn't like, no, you know, but at the same time, yeah. now it's like how... How much are, are libraries actually in use? Yeah. But how would books make you a comeback? You know what I mean? Everything's online. How would books make a comeback? Like, how, like obviously, they've been on the decline with things like electronic books and... Yeah. Well, even, I mean, yeah, electronic and books shit. is obviously probably the most sustainable way for, for right. anybody to go about it. Yeah. But in terms of, like, publishers distributing books and, like, signing authors and stuff, like, these are, these are all people that there are, there are processes, processes in, in, in place to... Fact check, I guess, to increase or enhance the credibility of what's being said in these books, right? Like you're still yeah. getting your wide variety of different opinions and views and shit, yeah. whatever. But at least there's a little bit more, um, you know, accountability in what people are saying. People are saying in, in books, yeah. whereas online, anybody can fucking say anything anywhere, and people be like, "Oh, that's the god, that's that's it, that's the truth." You but know, most people like, now oh. just it's, they're not gonna. They, most people now don't buy books anymore to learn up about a topic or an industry or something like that. Now they'll just you can find information on YouTube and mostly Google which, and, and shit, it, right? Yeah, YouTube is turning into a video library, which is great, but like it depends on what you're looking at. The nice part about the video library is that you can 
see people doing stuff and be like, okay, that works. But look that how censored it is at the same time. So it it's like certain it's information gets out there and then they kind of control what information gets out there. So it's Dude, like, there was a lot of videos you know? that I actually enjoyed watching, you know what I mean? Of guys that like were going hunting and doing all these trapping and fishing and, yeah. and stuff like that. YouTube came out and like changed their whole policy. And next thing you know, dropped all the guys and literally banned them all. And I'm like, complained. what the hell? I'm like, this was great. What was the problem? Yeah. Oh, this goes against our uh, community our guidelines. Community guidelines. <laughs> Fuck your community guidelines. You know what I mean? You're trying to censor everything that's in today's world. You know what I mean? Oh, we can't. We can't allow this. We can't allow this. I get it. That to there's to a degree. Yeah. There are certain things you probably should not have on the internet and not have accessible to kids or whatever. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. But then there's other things. It's like, okay, you don't want your kid seeing this. You know what I mean? Have some control over your child. Yeah. Have some parental control over your child. Set some guidelines for your kid or for the person that's watching it. And start or you early. don't like something yeah. that, oh, I don't like this. You know what I mean? Have something in place for those people that are like, I don't like this, 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 and this. And then that stuff won't be shown to them. Yeah. But that's pretty scary to me because now ki- the parents will just hand their kids like iPads and then they just run away with it and they they come back three hours later and it's like you have no fucking clue what, what they they're doing digested. what they just consumed in yeah. those like hour even what they're yeah like you have no idea because a lot of people parents I know it's hard but they'll just kind of send their kid away with an iPad mm-hmm. or here take this take this and go so I don't Leave have to hear you scream or whatever because yeah. you're bored and yeah. your attention span is six seconds now yeah. you know it's it's sad it's sad. And as I said before, my kid is not having that. 100%. I'm on the same page. I, at all. Like, we were, you know what I mean? We like, were the go failed outside. experiment. Go outside. Yeah. Our generation is the failed experiment. Because also, no at the man. same time, I've, I've done hiring processes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had a guy give me his resume, everything. You know what I mean? And, or I've gotten resumes, and it's like, hey, can you call this guy back? Yeah, sure. Done an interview. The guy comes in doesn't even look me in the face. Doesn't, yeah, even, doesn't look at me in the eyes. Doesn't shake my hand. Doesn't nothing. Puts his head down. What? Yeah, no communication skills. You have no skills. communication skills. Yeah. No social skills. No nothing. Yep. And you want a job? Yeah. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what skills do you have? Oh, I'm good on a computer. That's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you have any personable skills? Practical. Interpersonal. Oh, no, they don't because they don't, they don't, they don't get out. They don't do nothing. Dude, I'm telling you a really core and fundamental time of our lives in our childhood. Cause we're like one of the last generations to have a life like that is playing outside, growing up with other kids playing outside. Yeah. Like you learned social interaction and you learned critical dexterity skills that you learned what, guess what? When something hurt, you didn't do it again. Yeah. And if you did that, do it again, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're an idiot. Yeah. No. You learned consequence. You know what I mean? Like you learned the, the physical consequence for doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? When your mom, when your dad, when whomever told you don't do this, you're going to break that. You know what I mean? And you did it and you broke that toy. You broke your bike, whatever. Guess what? You don't get another one. You know what I mean? Or it was like you're not using it until we can get another one at a later date. You know what I mean? That time between, you don't get it. That's a consequence. You know what I mean? They don't understand that. You know what I mean? Oh, Jimmy, it's okay. (laughs) Just uh, It's all right. It's just who he is. No, it's not who he is. Just you know my mom I mean? says oh, it. Oh, a timeout. I'm gonna yeah. put him in a timeout. The fuck is a timeout? <laughs> my mom says it. The just, fuck is a timeout? Just kids turn into just adults. That's the worst excuse. Yeah. All they're doing because they're just kid. a child. No, no, no. Accountability is a fucking. You gotta t- look at how many other animals. I love watching fucking nature videos of like other animals parenting. 
they are the funniest things because they don't fucking they don't fuck around. You're out in the wild. You fuck around, you'll fucking die. Fuck around and find out. You watch elephant moms. Elephant moms when their kids do some like crazy shit. Elephant moms will just beat them. They'll be like, "You fucking idiot!" I said no, and you went and did it. In fuck your book, you. I'll never forget when you wrote. Um no, not orangutans. Who is the, the the partners that have sex with each other to make up? Chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. <laughs> I remember reading that in his book. Yeah, say it because he doesn't. What? The, okay, so. Oh, yeah. To, to, I don't have his book. It was talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, I've read your book, but yeah. I don't have it. Okay, fair enough. The, it My was, girlfriend has it. I was Threw talking it about the. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> the chimpanzees are we talking it was the whole thing was about sex this particular this particular part, part right, like right the, the natural thing that sex is okay and then the way we've tabooed it in society and shit right like we don't have a natural way of talking about sex it's terrible however chimpanzees on the other hand like you know if you fucking piss off a chimpanzee it'll fuck you uh to say sorry and like just that's how their social structure works and okay. you know it was a fascinating fact and I threw it in my book whatever honey they're doing it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say don't go to bed angry with your partner there it is there right? it is chimpanzees yeah chimpanzees hardest. can learn something <laughs> no but nah. it's true kids need to be disciplined honestly they really do and there's a whole generation I think that got that missed out on it on like real proper discipline and I don't mean like getting your ass beat and getting screamed at I'm talking about like being taught a lesson, receiving a consequence for doing something, yeah. and and then learning. Okay, you know, maybe I'll do this again, or maybe I won't do it one again. Of, one of the one of the biggest uh, lessons I learned, you know what I mean, Go, growing up as a kid, uh, being on the farm. As I said earlier, you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah you can go wherever you want. There's not really right. any limits. There's a few instances where I was told not to do something, and I still did it, and I had to learn my lesson. You know. Uh, one of the lessons was don't touch the electric fence. <laughs> right? The electric fence, for you that don't know, it keeps it's electrified cables that keep in livestock. But more importantly, cattle. I bet you touched it. And one of the things that I was told when I was a kid, don't touch it. It hurts. <laughs> oh, no, it does. No, it does. No, it does. And I fucking grabbed that damn wire and I damn near electrocuted myself. <laughs> okay? And ever since that date, never touched it. Right? <laughs> My uncle, uh, also another time when my uncle had, uh, he, uh, he was holding uh, bison yeah. for a friend of his. And the bison were down in the back pasture. And my uncle said, whatever the hell you do, don't go in the back pasture. Right? Okay. So I take the bicycle and go ride down out to the back pasture. And I'm like, what the hell? There's nothing here. There's absolutely nothing here. So I hop the fence and I start walking out. Next thing you know, the whole herd... I'm like 15 fucking bison start chasing my ass. I've never ran so fast, hopped a fence in my goddamn life. What a, what a fucking favor, eh? Right? And but like you learn your lesson because if God, if I didn't learn, if I didn't hop that fence, if I didn't see them, yeah. you're screwed. You know, oh, yeah. you don't. Win and that I should have learned. Yeah, you know, I should have listened. You know what I mean? And just simple things like that. You know, that's putting that's that's a pretty big example. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. But like just simple things like that. You know what I mean? Like when somebody says don't do something and you do it, well, you got to learn the consequences. Yep. But the problem is that like with these kids not doing very much of anything these days, they don't go to get to try things. So they're not a they're not learning what they like and don't like, and b they're not fucking learning what they can and can't do Dude, within it, it, a reasonable confines right. of human interaction like yeah. it's, it just it can even come back okay regardless disregard what the the examples that i gave just talking back to your parents yeah dude i've literally witnessed it and like kids just shit talk their parents 
blatantly to their face with people around. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, it's okay. But, oh, my. You're so funny. Oh, my God. If I said that to my parents, I would have got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, literally. No. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I would have been backhanded so hard. Like, I would be spinning for days. That's you know what I mean? Thing. And it's yeah. like, not it's- out of the fact of, like, my parents were, like, ever aggressive to me. You know what I mean? And, and abusive to me. It was just in the sense, it's like, you don't say that. Yeah, there's a time you know and a I mean? place. There's a time and a place. Yeah. You, right. don't, you do not say this. You yeah. know what I mean? You learn some respect. And they don't have that anymore. No. You know yeah, what I mean? I've literally true. seen kids walking down the side of the road, you know what I mean? And think, I have to be, have to stop for them. I have to, their, their world is more important than mine. You're in you their know world. What I mean? I've been standing in lineups, you know what I mean? And the next thing you know, kid, uh, hey, buddy, you're, you're a fuck you. What? <laughs> you're, 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 got a, you're grade nine. You got a backpack on and you're like five foot nothing. And you just told me to, you just said, fuck Cause, you. Because they know. What can you do about oh it? Oh, my God. What I can... wouldn't have the balls to say that when I was his age to somebody that would look like me. <laughs> well, well, now you fucking, you grabbed that kid and now you're going to get sued or something. Oh, right? That's dude, the thing. It's, like you, you know. can't even say something to him. The one thing that we all grew up with, sticks and stones break my bones. Words will never hurt me. Now, <laughs> it's sticks and stones break my bones. Words will hurt me worse. Will hurt me worse. <laughs> <laughs> is that a song or is that a saying? Yeah, a saying. it was like a nursery rhyme when we were kids. Oh. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, yeah. it was a thing. It was a thing. Back in the Red Rover yeah, days, yeah. and that's illegal now, now too. Now you can't do shit at <laughs> all. Now you can't do shit all. Remember playing Red Rover when you were a kid? Red Rover, yeah. yeah, yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever that kid that was coming, you fucking hated. You and the other person, you're holding hands with, you're like, let's fucking close Dude, I, I, we, had to, we, got, we got banned <laughs> from playing that in my elementary school. Uh, yep, mine too. You yep. know why? Because one kid dislocated his shoulder. Oh, and pop I was it like, back. okay, you probably shouldn't play that anymore. There was another one we used to play too, Red Red A, Red Ass. Red Ass? Yeah, you catch the ball off the wall and you whip it at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we're not allowed to play. They took away football from us when we were kids too. Dude, they don't, they don't have football in a lot of high schools anymore. Yeah. Well, the insurance is high. I know yeah, they that. got rid of hockey in a lot of high schools. Yeah. Rugby in a lot of high schools. I'm like, what, do you, what the fuck do you play? Tennis? Badminton? <laughs> the two each are on. Like, if you like that sport, I'm sorry. Yeah, but like, no, you know no, what I mean? To me, but... I'm a very contact sport person i like you know basketball football hockey you concussions know what I mean? are a problem Rugby, yeah they are you know like... even I, I like volleyball you know sports that are actually physically fucking demanding yeah. you know what i mean i'm sorry but if you gotta swing a badminton rat at a fucking birdie that's not really demanding at me. <laughs> it's fine we're all you gonna play I mean? disc golf soon and disc you know. golf <laughs> like good god yeah like i, I don't know i don't know like it the, this world is so much different in our own lifetime and our lifetimes are not very long you know, it's crazy how much it's changed. And you like, know, I, I sound, I find myself sometimes with the things that I say and like, oh, these kids nowadays, I sound like my grandfather. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's weird. And we're in our 20s. And I'm in my 20s and I'm like, this is weird. But like, the thing is, the advancements that they had compared to what we've had yeah, the in the rate. short amount of, spe- yeah. of time, yeah. Yeah. you know true. what I mean? Is so different. Yeah. My grandfather said, he says this to me all the time. He goes, I, I really don't know how you guys do it in this day and age because I, I wouldn't be able to keep up. Dude, I know 50-year-olds, 40-year-olds that don't know how to use computers. Yeah, man. I know an, a, a five-year-old that can fucking... Rocket scientist. Rocket science yeah. scientist and go through a whole cell phone and iPad and laptop and do everything, create a Word document for like, oh my God. Like I, I was like... It's, what the hell is going on? It's interesting yeah. to Meanwhile, hear I got, people. Meanwhile, you got grown-ups that don't know how to send a goddamn email or respond to a text message. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. because So your phone is a more powerful computer in and of itself than the computer systems that were used by NASA to go to like the moon. 
right? Yeah. And you have little kids that are proficient on these devices. So you have little kids that are proficient on computers that are like 10 times more powerful than what sent rocket ships to the moon. Right. You put that into perspective. Yeah, like, powerful, but yeah. Me, I mean, man. It's obviously a lot more, um, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no What it do is. you do with that? There was one more thing that I know you wanted to hit on, though. And uh, this one's a nuclear topic. Oh, here we go. We haven't used that word in a couple weeks, eh? What's this one? Guns. Guns. Okay. (laughs) This is a sensitive topic, I guess you could say. Um, Okay, well, I'll 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 start with with my views on it. Um, I know in the States, uh, a lot of places are allowed to have guns and Mm. any gun. Yeah, there are other states that you're, you're, you're allowed an open carry. You know what I mean? Right. Here in Canada, um, you are not allowed open carry at all. Um, you now are not allowed handguns. Hmm. And you are also not allowed semi or fully automatic guns. You're right. only allowed single action rifles or shotguns. Right. Um and the argument has been made by multiple uh, sources and, 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 and groups of people that the guns in, in a whole should be removed and nobody should have any guns. I personally disagree with that statement. I think that we should be able to have guns. There should be the ability for people that want to go hunting to go hunting the people that want to protect their livestock to protect their livestock for people that live up in, you know, the Northern territories and, and, and areas, not even in North Territory, but in areas that are not po- heavily populated, yeah, sparsely populated, you know what I mean? With, with people and they're, they're, they're more wildlife than there is people <laughs> yeah. that I think that they should be able to have guns. And, and, and means to protect themselves in that manner. So that's where I stand on, on people being able to have guns. I think that people up north should be able to have handguns due to the fact of if they're up in, let's say, bear country, uh, mountain lion country and stuff like that, and they need to protect themselves, yep. I'm sorry, but a little dinky knife because you're only allowed a three-inch blade in Canada, right. right? A little dinky knife against a grizzly bear or a black bear or whatever is coming at you is not going to do fuck all. You're just going to piss it off. Yeah. Right? So I think personally that hunters and stuff like that and people that live up north should be allowed to have a handgun. Now, the argument has been made, and I agree with this argument at the same time. How are you supposed to... Um, separate people that live up north and people that don't live up north, you know what I mean, from buying guns mm-hmm. and buying handguns. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And God forbid those guns go into the wrong hands. So I agree with what they have done and they've gotten rid of handguns. Now, the next thing with semi automatic and fully automatic. If somebody says, I need a semi-automatic gun or I need a fully automatic gun to shoot a fucking deer, you're off your rocker. Yep. 
Because I'm sorry, there's no need that, oh, if you can't shoot the damn deer within one shot, there's no need that you just need to go open season and <laughs> fucking let loose on a whole fucking... Like, no. You Pepper don't your venison before it's no, even dead. No, you don't need to do that, right? <laughs> so I personally think that there should be guns and everybody should have the ability to get guns within certain means. Obviously, yeah. if you're a criminal... You have a background, all that kind of stuff. No, no. gun for you. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? But if you're yeah. a law-abiding citizen, you, you've done your dues. Yeah. You've gone through the courses. You've gone through the proper training. You know what I mean? Done the background checks. Yeah. Okay. You're just a dude that wants to have a gun, wants to go hunting, wants to do it. Sure. I, I think that is what should happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have a different view? I, a different thought process. Well, you and I have talked about this topic for for you know quite a bit, like over the years. And so I'm of the you know I'm I'm ex-military, so I I, I have great respect for guns. I know how to operate them safely, and, and I know what you know what they can do. I I do not ever need to use a gun on a human being ever whatsoever. I want to own a, a farmstead one day, and I, I I want a gun to be a part of that. And it's still not my intention to even up with an intruder use a gun. Uh, I much more prefer the root of blunt force trauma when somebody is invading. But when it comes to guns, it's exactly what you said. It's to protect from apex predators. It's to protect livestock. It's to protect from creatures that are way less predictable than another human being. Yeah. Right? And dangerous. So on the other side of it, in the urban center, unless you are going somewhere to hunt that is, you know, a safe place to hunt, there is zero need for anybody in an urban center to own a gun. 100%. So I'm sort of like, it's it sounds like an unfair society where, okay, you know what, if you live in the rural community, you can own a gun, and if you live in an urban center, you can't. But you know what? Yeah, that's how it is. That's fucking how it is. But could, could you not argue that, you know, in places like, like, you know, Texas where you can carry a gun? I mean, wouldn't you consider that, like... It's scary in, in a way where it's like, okay, everyone's got a gun here. Dude, you know but at the same time, too, you're not going to fuck around. There's no fucking around. Oh, there's still fucking yes, around. Yes, there is. There is still fucking around. Oh, I'm sure goodness. there is, but I mean, dude, you know, know, every, I, I, I don't know. You know how many mass shootings happen in Texas and yeah. happen in the States? There's For at sure. least one For mass sure. shooting, if not two mass shootings per day in the United States. For sure, but that's not going to... And then it, how it can many happen of them here from Texas? Right? I'm just using Texas as an yeah. example. Okay, with the open carry, how many of them are, are actually televised, actually publicized yeah. to the rest of the world? Yeah, it's got to have a punchy story, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was one just the other day in in Texas. The guy, there was a mass shooting at a mall. This guy literally just got out of his van and just lit everybody up. And there was like nine people that were shot at a mall. Yeah, and people just walking on the sidewalk, kids. Parents, women, children, the whole nine yards. Well, just right. just laid out. Like, and the guy literally just got out of his car. There was one last week that um, it was in Belgrade in Serbia. The shooting, right? The, mm-hmm. the the mass shooting in the school was like the first one in Serbia. And Serbia is like a gun loving country. I think they're like number three on the list of guns per capita, right? Serbia had one mass shooting and goes, "That's it. Everybody's guns gone." Yeah. Same with Australia. Yeah, Australia, same thing. They had one and they're like, "That's nope, it. Nope, done." Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends who you ask. But ask right? the, so, so with with saying that though, so I know with the the Canadian, sorry, the Canadian government has come out and has said, okay, we're banning handguns, we're banning semi-automatic guns, we're banning fully automatic guns because of the gun violence that's going on, right? right? And because of 
the amount of shootings and 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 violence that's happening i would i can probably guarantee you all the avid hunters and gun owners that are responsible are not the ones doing these mass shootings no they're not no. at all they, no. the stats support when that you too. have oh shooting down the garden shooting up to 401 shooting up to 400 <laughs> 404 whatever it is you know what i mean it's not an avid and responsible gun owner yeah. it's the the, it's the, a criminal. The, it's a criminal. It's yeah. the gang members. It's the people that are getting involved with the wrong crowd. You know what I mean? That are getting these guns illegally. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're they're they got the serial numbers are scratched off. You know, shaved off. Uh, they've come over the border. You know what I mean? Like, it they they've been stolen. You know what I mean? It's or always going to exist. Like though. it's That's like the thing, guys. Right? Like it, there's no way you can control it. And guess who the number one importer for illegal guns are in Canada? The United States. The United States. Because they're the ones that are making it. Like, I bet you... And there's no way... Me and you talked about this the other day. There's no way we're going to get away with uh, rid of it unless the United States was to put a halt on it. Exactly. No, there's they, they no won't, way. They won't do Look that. how many prominent... Uh, prominent, but like relatively large-sized cities there are in the United States that are close to the Canadian border. How much are you willing to bet that there are at least 10 gun factories in the United States of America that are within 50 miles of the Canadian border. Dude, there's, fact, there's gun factories all over the place. Right? There's literally no. gun shops that make custom guns. Yeah, man. No. Like, just your, just your, like you, you could go to a corner store that's like the size of a corner store and you walk in there and there's some dude making a custom rifle or a custom handgun that's not the same as any other gun that's out there. You know what I mean? And he's just making it up. Oh, yeah, we got our gun license. Oh, yeah, no problem. And you could probably walk... Ten minutes over the border and be there. No. I, I would prefer that that process of gun making though more than any industrial company that's making it in like a large scale. Unless no, but, you're making it for a military. No, but like I'm just know? using that as an yeah, example of I know. how readily available yeah. you could go to fucking Walmart and buy a goddamn uh, fully automatic yeah, man, rifle yeah. at Walmart. Yeah, in the U.S., it's no. crazy. A fucking Walmart, Target. Yeah, oh, let me just go get my groceries. Oh, I feel like fucking somebody up today, and let me let's just go <laughs> buy a fucking rifle, like. That's ridiculous. It, it just depends yeah. who you ask. A you lot of Americans, you can't buy cigarettes. You, know? you can't buy alcohol in the states by the, until the age of twenty-one. But mm. but you could you could go to Walmart and get a rifle. I think Make, cigarettes are eighteen. No, years. okay, well, okay, yeah. alcohol. alcohol. Let's say alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, you can't go get alcohol in the states. You can't go drink at a bar until the age of twenty-one. But I could go to a Walmart and buy a rifle. Yeah. Like that makes no fucking sense. No, that yeah. makes no fucking sense to me. Depends so you ask. I personally think that, I personally think that yes, we we should be allowed to have guns. If within, you are doing, if you are doing, the right things, you know what I mean. Following the guidelines, following how it's supposed to be done, we should be allowed to have guns within within me. Within, yeah, With, you know what I mean. We shouldn't be able to have fully automatic, semi-automatic rifles. We don't need it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We should, and and the argument can be made with the handgun situation. And I, yeah. I can see the the argument from both sides. I can see the argument and agree with both sides. So that aspect of the handguns, I I'm like dead smack in the middle. Yeah, that's what right? I like because about I, the I states, agree though. With both sides. Yeah, that's it's what tough. I like about the states, though. You can go to a different state and the law will be different. So if you don't want to. You don't want to go to Texas where everyone has a gun? Mm. Then guess what? Don't fucking live in Texas. Go to another state where they don't where that's not legal. 
right? That's what's kind of nice about there. It's yeah. the different states have a lot of different <laughs> laws. So go wherever, you know, go wherever is best for you, right? You could also make the argument though, the more the depending on the state that you go into is going to have a little bit more of the interesting people. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? On on both ends of the spectrum. It's the gun violence thing is like a You may not yeah, you may not have the gun violence and 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 the the people in the spectrum of 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 guns, mm. but then you go to an, another state that it's like, "Oh, we don't believe in guns." And the next thing you know, they're like fruitcakes and they, <laughs> you know, yeah. think the 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 whole world is like sunshine and rainbows and it's like, "Okay, I don't want to be here." The the gun thing is like you'll never get rid of gun violence because gun violence is connected to so many other things that like you know the gun is just the means of 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 the violence and like if it wasn't a gun it would just as easily be something else but at the same time you know look if you live in an urban center there is no reason that you can name under the sun for you to have a gun if you live in the country you live on a farm you live in the middle of buttfuck nowhere there are a thousand and one reasons why you should have a gun if and if, that's the end of it really if you're in an urban center yeah and you're like i'm in an urban center whatever business this is where i live but i'm an avid outdoorsman i think you should be able to yeah. to have a rifle well, or a shotgun and I'm an avid outdoorsman. I've done my dues. Yeah. I have the card. I have everything. You have everything locked away. Stored properly. In Fair enough. Proper yeah. storage. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Locked away the whole nine yards. Then you should be allowed to. Or, you know what or I mean? in you that case. I don't case, think you should just be able to have a rifle sitting over top of your oven. Or your fridge. Or your front door. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. Like, we no. have rules here. You got to have the ammo in a different spot and everything. And yeah. you know what I mean? Locked a different, you know. There's, yeah, there's rules and regulations for sure. Which is great. I, 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 I'm... T- I'm okay with the the level of regulations that we have. Like I get jumping through hoops again because like I have great respect for guns. Like I've used them at work. They're you know, so I I understand the regulations. But what I do have a problem with is the government coming in and saying you know, no more handguns or not coming out with some kind of stipulation. Maybe creating a market for a different type of handgun, a single action handgun or a handgun with a yeah. reduced magazine, and then making that to standard in Canada. You know, that way hunters can go out with a sidearm and still feel safe. They, you know, if a fucking cougar comes yeah. after him, they can save their own lives or save the lives of exactly. somebody they're with. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. If your rifle fucking shits out on you and you got something in front of you. Now we're, you know, do it or die, right? You're going to pull a three-inch blade. Which yeah, is, what, what the fuck is a three-inch blade going to do? Against grizzly bear, you're just going to piss it off. So, and that's if you can get the blade <laughs> to even... Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, once again, three inches is not enough. And it's like a broken fucking record. <laughs> it's just not enough, it's not gentlemen. how big it is. It's how you use it, okay? <laughs> it's just a, not enough. How are we looking at the time right there? Two. Right, two? Yeah. All right, I think we're... Pretty good uh, place to wrap it up. Matt, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank we'll, you. We'll definitely have you back. We say that to everybody, but I mean, you know, we'll see. The invitation is there. It was a good episode. Who knows? But maybe by the next time I come on, maybe, you know, some things have changed. Exactly. For no, sure. No, no, no. For yeah, sure. but that's been another episode of Think On That. This is the Everything and Anything podcast. We post our episodes every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>